Okay, drunk Napoleon. You keep on with them fucking boots and your ass gonna have blisters so bad you're gonna have to be rolling around, scooting around on the floor like a dog wiping his ass on your carpet. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Bass and Brews Podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alex from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. Is but a dream. Row, row, hell. <laughs> hey, you know what the funny thing? Damn it, Russ. I mean, we just spent ten minutes in the in the green room, and Russ comes on right now and is in. He went sideways. In, he's he's in portrait mode, but still in landscape mode. I, he literally is using the first generation. There we go. And now we can't hear him. He's muted. We can't even hear him. He's muted now. You got to back minutes. out, Russ, and come back in. <laughs> well, uh, we can't hear you. Back out and come back in. <laughs> uh, this is the joys of running a show like live with no editing. Is, uh, But that's, uh, dude, that's funny because we did. We had it perfectly set up. And then as soon as you start talking, his whole swooped over. So. Hey, before Russ comes back on, I had a wedding this past weekend that we went to. Not somebody that I knew, Alex, if you'll let him back in. Not somebody that I knew. I kind of knew as one of my wife's ex-co-workers. And we Did got it work? Yes. Did it work? <laughs> Man, I didn't even Don't... touch the damn thing. I was just <laughs> letting it be. And the next thing you know, I'm sitting on there sideways. And Dude, that was so funny. My mic's Man, not working. No yeah, no, it's the, I'm cursed when it comes to technology. I don't. I'm telling you. Well, thank but, goodness that hey. you fish better than you technology. <laughs> <laughs> thank God for that. I was telling the story about this wedding I was at, and so we got set with another coworker, and then these this other three couples that were friends with. Um, I don't know. One of the people get married. I don't remember. Anyway, one of the guys was younger than his wife. And I told them I, that I was a a podcast and TikTok star. <laughs> and anyway, they got really excited. He got really excited about it. And uh, his wife kept laying her phone, letting her phone on the table unattended. And so, you know, when you pick up a phone, you can hit the camera and you don't need a passcode to take pictures. So she's got about 50 pictures of me making duck face on her phone. But Just some <laughs> random person that you met. Yes. That okay. That happened. To, that happened to me one time, actually. I went yeah. and rode a bowl downtown, and uh, it was a fake bowl at a, at a bar <laughs> down in Nashville. And I lost my phone. I was like for like half hour at the bar. I'm like, I realized half hour later, I'm like, where the hell is my phone? And I get it back, and all these people took all these pictures with it, <laughs> and they left it at the bar. Well, so that was like, when I was a wildland firefighter. That was a thing, but we didn't have cell phones that took pictures back down tree. That. If you left your camera lying around, it was a really, really, really good chance that you were going to have your whole SD card, all, all eight megabytes back in the yeah. day, full of, of shits in the toilet and cubic <laughs> hair pictures. Yep. Or That's, asshole uh, pictures. I mean, yeah. you know. There's some random dick pics. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was a great time. Thank goodness it wasn't on a cell phone because, you know, that shit got pushed. Anyway, back, back to my story. <laughs> the guy was in the, in the so we, there's a bathroom. There are like 120 people at this wedding. You go into the bathroom and you walk in, there's a urinal and then a toilet. And he was at the urinal. 
And so I got into the toilet and I started tinkling and I started row, row, singing, row, row, row your boat gently down. And I sang it and I only know that one verse, row, row, row your boat gently downstream, merrily, merrily, blah, blah, blah. So I sang it like three times as I was going tinkle. And then when I was washing my hands, I looked over at him and was like, damn, man, you didn't like my song? You didn't even say nothing about it. He didn't say a word <laughs> or He was, I, I'm oh. not sure what was going on. How, uh, how mad was Sarah when she just pissed at you the whole day, the next day? No, I, I reined it in. I really okay. didn't. No, no offense. I did. I really was not feeling good. We had a football game on at 8 o'clock that night. I did not want to go. Like, I wanted to stay at home, relax, get ready for the football game. And I really didn't even drink that much. But, uh, no, I behaved myself. I did not dance. I did not take my shirt off. Um, <laughs> you know, the worst thing I did was take pictures of some older lady's phone. All right, real quick, before we get to our uh, our guest tonight, um, I want to say thank you to everybody. Our The episode that released last week, well, the one with Smiley, um, you guys loved it. And maybe we got new viewers because that episode blew up. So thank you to everybody who listened to the episode. All the people that are coming over for the rebrand of the YouTube channel. Just want to say thank you. And somehow you guys like us and Smiley but mostly us, um, and we really appreciate that. So let's keep it on. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, this is, uh, man, you're in for a treat because we do have a big name on, so I expect us you know, to become famous because we have uh, our guest on tonight, um, and we're going to be like short-time famous, like a lot of views, and then they realize that we're just a bunch of jackasses, so they only listen to one episode and then never again, which I'm fine with. That's great. We're not everybody's cup of tea because um, we're mostly a cup full of shit. So uh, go ahead, Paul. <laughs> Paul was real adamant that he's the one that wanted to introduce you. He's being a real fucking princess about it on the text messaging. So go ahead, Paul. Hey, I will like to say that my beard is very crab-like. It does look like a crab. That's because you were that's you should have left the in braids in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Russ, he's, I was not braiding it. I was twirling it with my fingers. But because I got nut hair on my face... <laughs> it, like you can i can i can this is a little right little straggly <laughs> exactly if you were on the live i was telling you before i started actually twirling it that you know if your man ain't shaved his balls in a while you got all those little hangling dark, dangling you braid those now. next yeah yeah i know right <laughs> hey, really make us girl. famous yeah, I know. On air, live. Hey, look, look <laughs> y'all tonight, for all the brewskis listening, we have Russ Snyder's own, which is probably one of the top three kayak anglers out there. But what Russ doesn't know is, fuck his fishing. Because what most people don't know is this man can build and rebuild a deck like nobody's business. <laughs> I mean, we, we I've been doing that about as long as I've been fishing, I guess. No, that's what I'm saying. We don't give a shit about no fishing night. Look, if y'all want to go listen. I don't to build them too much. I mean, I have built them before, but I just clean them up and restain them and seal them well, and do some board replacements. Two hours of it. That's all we're talking Make about. Yeah. Two hours. <laughs> all right, let's that's do it. it. That's my hey, that's my second passion right there. Do, do any of you guys go on Reddit? So on Reddit, there is a subreddit, right? Like a page on Reddit called r slash deck. And I saw a video on it, and then I had to go over to it. It's a subreddit where people will post pictures of their decks, and then it's just like 45 to 50 old men just <laughs> fucking tear it apart. They're just like, look at that piece of shit. That's not regulation. What would you stain that with? Fucking red wine. Like they just tear apart people's like hard work. 
It is. I'm honestly, quite a critique too, and I see when I see my friends and stuff just just doing it themselves and just man, just making them just ruining their decks. I couldn't dude, tell you how many times. Listen, you, you should quit go, the fishing. Oh you go over to these people's house for a cookout, <laughs> and you're like, "Hey, man." I ain't going on your deck. We all, all the time. I'm so critical of it, man. It kills me. It kills me. Look, I just want to let you know your deck. Just don't really use good. Thompson's water seal. That's like yes, number one. Everybody's like, oh, you got to throw some Thompson's on it. I'm like, oh my god. If I hear that one more time, I'm gonna lose my mind. That stuff's garbage. You're like, hey man, this guy only toenailed in everything. There's no hangers. This shit's falling. If more than ten people get on here, your deck's falling. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, uh, real quick, I hate to interject. We forgot to do it at the beginning, and it's going to be an awkward time. But uh, Bass and Brews this week is brought to you by Thompson Water Seal. Uh, <laughs> Russ Snyder says it's the best in the business. <laughs> Highly regarded by Russ Snyder's <laughs> professional kayak angler and professional deck rebuilder. Also, we need, to, we need to make sure that people know, because as we drink more tonight, we are saying D-E-C-K. Yeah, yeah. Deck. Not dick, not not pecker, not. Jimmy. I mean, after a couple drinks, it might be. <laughs> well, by the end of the night, we'll be showing some deck pics. No, no hey, doubt. Look, look, I've got some deck pics in my phone from back in the day. I, mean, I was about to say, know, Russ, you Russ probably has a whole folder full of deck pics. Oh, Russ, man. you fucked I got, up I got and whole, gave. I do. You gave this man your phone number. You're gonna get random <laughs> deck pictures now. <laughs> Bring it. I love seeing them decks. Yeah, hey, hey, Russ, uh, this is my buddy's deck you just redid. Give it a 1 to 10. <laughs> 1 to 10 on this deck. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you should quit fishing. Um, just be a pro deck reviewer on Reddit. You'll be fine. It'll be great. Second oh, career, hey. I, have, I, I do a lot of TikTok, and I have yet to see somebody review people's decks. You should be a TikTok deck reviewer. I don't know if I could be a TikTok anything, but if I was a TikTok, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, You're into dude, the TikTok. What do you imagine. think of TikTok? You like it? Oh, oh I love God. it. Yeah. Love it. That's our. That's our. Alex brought me into TikTok, screaming, clawing, fighting for months, and then probably about not even this time. It was even later. It's probably January. I finally got on there. I'm like, holy shit! This is so much more fun than Instagram. Yep. It's fun, but it's man, I don't have enough hours in the day to man, I got to get some self control and just otherwise I'm just man, just scrolling, <laughs> scrolling, scrolling. I'm like I, I know. What time yeah. is it? Yeah. Two hours past yeah, five. And and also their algorithm. So there's one day a week and a half ago I was bored and it was right act after the Rudd episode where we talked about Bigfoot, Nessie, and uh aliens. And I got on a TikTok thing where I was looking up like cryptids in the United States. And, um, you know, I was just looking it up. And then two days ago, I go to pull up my TikTok, you know, doing my morning business. And it was nothing but fucking Bigfoot and skinwalker <laughs> stories. And I couldn't fucking get out of it. I had you to talk about it. And it's man. They, they dude, listen. it picked it up. And I had what is to Nessie? like, isn't clear. Nessie Bigfoot? What's the difference? Isn't no, no, no Nessie's monster. like Loch Ness monster. Oh yeah. Yeah. I knew it was another name. All for right. Something. So let's what, start what, out the gate. Yeah. Let, let's start out the gate, Russ. Mary, fuck, kill. Either Bigfoot or Bigfoot, aliens, or the Loch Ness Monster. Which one are you going to marry? Which one are you going to fuck? And which one are you going to kill? B 
big. F- <laughs> I don't have to give a reason why. I mean, I'm gonna have to. No, give, no, no, no. I mean, you don't have to. We'll judge you either Mary, way. I'm gonna marry Bigfoot. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kill. All right, I got. What do I got left? I got to kill and a what? A fuck. Fornicate. <laughs> Fornicate. Uh, I'm gonna fuck an alien. As long yeah. as, I mean, oh, it depends shit. on what the alien looks like. But, hey, yeah. got some long blonde hair on that alien. Put a wig on it. We're Here's a what he said. Put a wig on it. <laughs> Oh my God! Do you know who had? You know what? Alien had a wig. Et had a blonde wig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know she had. A, she had a pretty mouth. Then he goes to the barn. Et's sitting there like Russ. Come home. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> you want to see my dick? <laughs> Oh man, poor Russ thought he was coming on a serious podcast. What am I I in for? (laughs) I tried to tell you through all the text messages. I tried to give you all the hints. I prepared myself. I had I got a drink now, and I I had one before I got on here. So I love when we have a guest who's like done a bunch of podcasts before, and you can like kind of tell like you're like, all right, well, you know, we'll go through the motions. It'll, It'll be a good time. But then when, when I asked you the Mary Fuck Kill question, I could see in your face of like, oh, what the fuck is Is that this? right off the bat with everybody? No, 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 no. that one. No. It's going to be now. Right. It's going to be now. <laughs> the, the only scripted part of this is the shotgun. I need to kill the Loch Ness Monster, though. I mean, what a, yeah. There's only one. Well, I'd hate to be the one to kill it. Well, so we discussed this in length on that episode with Alex Rudd. And uh, I think we came to the decision that Loch Ness... There's probably a bunch of them. It's just that one's stuck there because it's fucking stupid. As long as there's more than way. one. Yeah, as long yeah. as there's one. I'd hate to be the one to end a species, you know? Hey, if you caught Loch Ness, like, would you eat it? I'd give it a try. I'd give anything a try. <laughs> I'd deep fry the hell out of it. <laughs> try to taste a little like bald eagle, right? Jabberhammer. <laughs> Jabberhammer's bringing a little North Carolina to Ireland. As he's out there doing a fish fry of fucking Nessie. <laughs> <laughs> Look, oh, I mean, man. It, it's like largemouth bass. I mean, the best tasting largemouth bass are eight pounds and above. That's going to hurt crickets. some feelings there. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that opinion is not the opinion of the Bass and Brews Fishing Podcast. I'll eat some river smallmouth here and there, especially oh, if I'm camping out. I'll get some criticism for it, but them suckers taste good. Hey, especially those look. clear water, little spring spring fed yeah. smallmouth creeks. Man, they just feeding on them crawdads. Oh my god. They're tasty. Look, look, here's the deal is is they're the biologists will tell you not enough people are eating largemouth bass. Or eating bass in damn, excuse me. Holy shit, that's stuck up on me. Or eating bass in general. <laughs> Like we are not eating enough bass. When you catch when you catch twenty five, twelve to fourteen inches, like you need to be keeping your limit. Especially those lakes with the system. with the spotted bass. Those lakes yeah. where you know a lot of times you hear like a lake will have mostly largemouth and smallmouth, and all of a sudden some spots got in there and they just take over. You know they should be mm-hmm. uh, should be common well, practice to feed on yeah, those lake, little suckers. Lake Norma here in North Carolina, Queen City. Um, I'm not sure if they're doing it this year. I think they did it last year, but they've done it before where they they have a uh, birds of prey rehabilitation center 
and they will go out and they will keep all of the the spotted bass that they catch because they're Alabama spotted bass, right? The bad ones that have taken over that lake, and they keep all of them and they donate them to the Birds of Prey rehab, and that's that feeds all those birds there. So it's a really good thing, and it's you know trying to help. But we, regardless, what we're trying to say is we need to eat more bass. Now I am not advocating for eating bass over like five pounds. I say that a lot on here, and I have done it, and they are very tasty and delicious, but we do need to keep more bass fishing. We sure enough to. We're hurting the population by throwing all these little bitches back because all these little bitches make nothing but especially, little more bitches. Especially all of the, the bass boat tournaments. When you see them, you know, they weigh them in, especially in the summertime. They all, a lot of them end up dying yep. and just floating mm-hmm. around at the ranch. Yep, like, you might as well fucking eat them at that you point. might as well eat them, yeah. It's like whenever I catch a fish, I'll keep and, – I'll keep fish, especially I'll go back out west and, and go out ocean fishing and bring back a bunch of fish. And I got people, you know, I bet people at times ask me, you know, they give them some fish and I'll, I tell them, like, I'll give you fish, but if you don't, I'm going to be pissed off if this just ends up sitting in the freezer for a year. If I give That's you, right. if it, I hate just weight wasting life. I'm going to kill something, man. You better eat it because otherwise mm-hmm. it's just wasting life for no good reason. Hey, I'm all for that. If you're going <clears> to <throat> keep it, you damn well better eat it. Hey, yeah. so back to Nessie. What? How big of a catch board do you think you need for that? Was it 50 foot? It looks like a <laughs> brontosaurus in the water. Right? Do you think you'd get what a penalty think for 50... having a, a, an open mouth as you tried to lay that big bastard <laughs> down on a catch board? Uh, I mean, open mouth is open mouth. You're going to get at least, what, half inch? <laughs> I'm going to try to find, like, a uh, a plastic Nessie toy. And I'm going to join a tournament, and I'm just going to put that on the bump board for every fucking picture. Hey, make, sure make sure you're cutting the tail off every time yes. you put it in there, too. I'm going to cut the tail off, and I'm going to put weights in it, too. So I'm just going to do fucking all of it. Every time. <laughs> well, hey, we will finish introducing our guest. It's Russ Snyders, great kayak angler. People, people that kayak fish or listen to kayak fishing podcasts know who he is. He's won so many tournaments he doesn't even get invited on as a winner on the tournaments anymore they just skip him over but he is also as we've referenced earlier a great deck builder (laughs) and he's not builder restore i don't build them i just i'll make them make them make the old ones look good he's like the plastic no 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 he's the plastic surgeon of decks that's that is a great analogy right there you're a a deck plastic surgeon Build them back better. <laughs> All right. Well, this right. is Russ Snyder's, everybody. Everybody clap. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> Mar- wait, wait, was that the intro that you were so fucking excited for? I don't know. You ruined it. Going in off on Nessie that ain't even a real thing, and neither is Bigfoot. And aliens, if any of them are not real, aliens are the most not real at all of them. No, again. I don't know. I watched this again, thing on that. Yeah. just came out last night. I watched this thing on aliens. I forget what it's called, but they interviewed a bunch of people, like four different episodes. They interviewed some, some I guess in Texas a couple of years ago, there was a bunch of aliens sighted there and man those stories add up i'm like i don't know what i don't know if it's aliens that they saw or what but those people weren't lying about seeing something i know that all right all of your alien and loch ness or all of your alien and bigfoot shit comes from the pacific northwest and the southeast that should tell you all the fuck (laughs) you need to know what do you think (laughs) is most likely what do you think is most likely to be real between loch ness monster aliens and yeah 
uh, and Bigfoot, if there is right. a likelihood of one of those being real. None of them are It has real. to be aliens. Aliens. Be, aliens. No, none of them are real now, but the one that was probably real in the past, well, Bigfoot was the, probably the most recent real one. But Loch Ness probably was real because it's a fucking dinosaur, and those, yeah, we no. know those bitches live. 100%. But, but aliens yeah. are real, too. You're going to tell me yeah. out of all the planets and all the fun, there, there's nothing else. There's just us sitting on this blue rock. That's it. There's I will nobody tell else. You, no. Is there life out there? Yes, 100%. <laughs> because there is a, there's 10 to the, like, 100 million percentages thingies at the top yeah. when you do your math of planets and earths out there i don't think that they're fucking ets though and they sure shit ain't coming to america yeah, no i <laughs> think and and, and butt raping to all america. of the rednecks out in the middle of nowhere i mean that's, that's all i got i think they're sitting up there they had a uh you know a pretty pretty quiet friday night and they're like hey glib glob i'm bored all right, you want something to do? Let's go shove some shit up this fucking hillbilly's ass. <laughs> and they get real excited about it, and that's uh, kind of what they do for fun. Hey, let's go fuck with some humans. The only the one, I watched that Netflix, the only one that got the anal probes was the people from England, I guess. Was it Texas and England? It was, they swapped some no, aliens over no, it ha- in no, Fukushima. It in Texas. No, no it Wales. Happened in te- it wasn't that. <laughs> in Texas. Dude, it happened in Texas. They were just afraid to admit it. <laughs> they were like, hell no, I didn't get nothing in my butt. Are you kidding? me and he walks away <laughs> like he just rode a horse <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i i think i think the most recent definitely was bigfoot probably existed back in the day Loch Ness definitely existed 50 million years ago and aliens there's there's never been an alien no. foot on, on again jabber what about, hammer's what opinion about, it's not the opinion of the bass and bruce what about what russ there's all that footage of the military seeing all these spaceships flying around and stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's just uh, to distract us, but <laughs> I don't know. No, there's some, there's real. more. There's a lot of talk about it these days. A lot of talk about it. I don't know what's. And, I'm not and, saying it's real or not, yeah. but it's 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 interesting. Look, ain't nary one of them real until we got a body or one in a fucking cage. Yeah. We yeah, did. Remember, saying. Mexico had that fucking paper mache looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. No, that that was debunked. I know. Bob Bob Lazar, what's his name? Bob Lazar. Yep, Bob Lazar. Joe, Joe Rogan with Bob Lazar on there is pretty convincing. It's pretty stuff. convincing. Pretty convincing. All I'm saying, if the aliens are listening, they're definitely listening to this podcast. Come up <laughs> Send us I a sign. You, I promise. Beat me up. Some, yeah. Look, I ain't going without a fight. One of them's getting there. One of them's getting bit. At least one of them's getting bit and killed. Like I'm fucking somebody up for you. Take me, but come take me. I'll go out my backyard. Come on now. Bring I was about to say, honestly, Russ, you're the last one they're going to take. You win at things. Me and Paul are fucking losers. They're not going to bring the fine specimen of kayak fishing that you are. So if you guys got an opportunity to meet, somebody said, all right, you can meet an alien face-to-face, but the only thing is, like, you're going to be all right. You're going to live through it. They're not going to harm you in any way, but you had to have, you're going to get an anal probe. Like, would you do it? Nope. No, negative. Yeah, negative. I'd do it. I'd do it. Not me. No way. Nah, you're listen. gonna be all right. Like, no, no side effects of it. No, 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 yeah. none of that. It's, nope. Still something went up my butt, and I'm gonna live my life without that happening. 
listen when, when you join but you can you can have proof that there's aliens are exactly real. exactly like, think of all the talk shows you could do the, the <laughs> joe rogan show you could do all of that you know what i mean L listen when you join the military I'll you have to go said no i'll be the guy that said no and still be famous you have to go through like a physical examination before you even go right to boot camp and you basically strip down in your underwear and you got to do this crab walk thing as in my case it was just some like 80 year old man sat on a stool as you crab walked and it was to make sure your knees were good and then when you got done you had to turn around, drop your pants, and bend over. This old dude <laughs> used the end of a fucking Sharpie that had a glove on it to, like, look into my butthole. I'll be all right if aliens want to, you know, put a little. So this is, Alex, we were talking about a week or two ago of you were talking about how the Coast Guard is having a problem recruiting people. <laughs> That's why. Reason That's why. why. It's yeah. because they're sticking Sharpies up motherfuckers' buttholes after <laughs> making them do a duck walk. Like, I mean, come on. Don't nobody want that shit. It is not worth your $30,000 G. <laughs> I just want to see Paul uh, being a counter protester in front of a uh, recruiting office, and it's just got a sign, and it says they're going to put something in your butt. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Russ, Russ, get back to fishing because we know this podcast has fishing in its name, and we don't talk a lot about <laughs> fishing, but we do want to touch on some of your most recent tournaments. What's been going on in the tournament world of Russ Snyder's? Had the last few weeks off, actually, which has been nice. I'm, yeah, this tournament coming up is a big one for me. I'm, um, so that the final, fifth and final uh, tournament for the Bassmaster series on Susquehanna. Uh, doing some prep work for that, making some jigs and tying some some lures, and just yeah, made a big tackle warehouse order and. Yeah, just taking this time to get things in line, make a little money, <laughs> you know, restoring some decks and whatnot. And um, yeah, last three, three or four tournaments, I've been in a little bit of a slump lately since all summer, really. Last maybe four tournaments haven't done good since I did good in uh, the Bassmaster and the Cross. I got a second. I think the next three or four after that, I kind of shit the bed a little bit. But uh, but yeah, I'm a uh, Otherwise, it's been a good good year for sure. Um, got three more tournaments. I got the Susquehanna for the final Bassmaster. Uh, hoping I'm first in AOI for for that right now. And I got about four or five guys that are that are still in contention. <laughs> four or five guys that are still in contention. Um, so I just need to. I want to finish strong, and I'm gonna work really hard to um, have a good finish in that last last tournament last time i was up there i didn't do too well so which is i feel like the river tournaments for these kayak tournaments those are like even though i love river fishing i do a lot of river fishing those are some of the most difficult ones yeah um really are there's just so many so many of those anglers that are that that's all they've done their whole life you know they've been kayak fishermen they've, they've been river fishermen their whole life i feel like rivers are the one tournament like if you take you know a handful of the top elite series guys or any of the guys from the mm -hmm. bass boat world and you put them on a kayak tournament on a lake that they're familiar with like there's a good chance they're going to be one of the favorites to do well or get a check at least you know yeah uh but you take those same those same anglers or whoever you want from the elite series and put them on uh, a river tournament out of a kayak 
it's like good good luck thinking that you're gonna you're gonna have an advantage because those that's there's so many really good river specialists there no matter who you are they're really hard to beat and you um, go on the susky you're gonna have a handful of the susky guys that live up exactly there that the yeah of it that are is jake fishing that one paul Yep. Yeah, he'll be there, I'm sure. Jake's yeah. there. Yeah. I don't know. He took that nasty fall with that big fat ass of his, and uh, I don't know if he's ready to get back in the kayak. See, <laughs> all right. What happened, dude? Oh, he he was that he was trying to load his kayak up. He's got a he's got a blow up kayak on a trailer. What a pansy! But anyway, <laughs> he stepped off the tongue of his trailer and was trying to walk from the tongue to the driver's side, and whatever ramp he was on, I guess had a bunch of boss and shit on Dude, it is so and he funny slipped in the water I and mean, it took oh. him like 30 seconds you got to go watch the video everybody go watch no no i'm gonna pull it up right now i'm gonna actually okay, try to up. input it into yeah, the uh, yeah we yeah. gotta watch this because it was comical to no end like i you know when he got home his knees were probably so wore out that when he got home his wife probably asked him what he'd been doing because she <laughs> knew he was fishing but yeah, it was uh yeah, those uh there's gonna be I hope he's, he's all right there, though. I hope he's all right. I like oh, yeah, he's, he's all right. Fine. I mean look Dude, he's got, got enough cushion back there, up, he'll be okay. Yeah, if he got too deep to stand up, he was gonna float, you know, because <laughs> you know, poop floats most of it. And he is shitty. Uh I would say ask him for some advice, but he came on the show and broke down the Susquehanna and uh he, I mean, he did okay, but not that well afterwards. Um, no, he, he ended up doing good. Yeah, we usually have Jake on, so we've had it on, had him on last two year years now. The Hobie, and then this year we had him on before the. Uh, well, it was between the the Native Power Hour. We had him on right after after that, and then what was what was the did Hobie wasn't there? I think that anyway. I can't. Damn, I can't. It was like it, three anyway. tournaments, yeah, all within tournaments. the same time of us re yeah. releasing. He, we usually have him on to talk about the Susky because it's, uh, you know, people want to listen to Jake talk about the Susky, so they do pretty good. Yeah, he fishes it all. I mean, he's out there all the time. Well, yeah, he was on live he's, this morning out there fishing, giving all the spots and lures away. Also, this man just doesn't work because I just see him on TikTok live. <laughs> Is he a police fishing. officer? He no, just, he's he like retired, a retired. No, he's a rent-a-cop, I think. Oh, he's a <laughs> No, he's like a yeah, he's like a rent-a-cop. He works at the mall. <laughs> Jake Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, 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 Wolf of Walmart. We need a meme with Jake Harshman's face on Paul Blart's on the Segway. <laughs> Hold on, I'm downloading it now. I'm about okay, ready to pull it up. Well, Alex is doing that. So, Russ, you've qualified for the the Bass Classic at this point. I'm assuming, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you, you you fished Hobie? Did you qualify for the BOS? I qualified BOS? for the championship. I had a rough okay. year, and this is by far the worst. Is for a series any of the series that I've ever fished between Bassmaster KBF and Hobie. The Hobie, the year I had for Hobie this year was not not good i mean, I, I, still, I mean i qualify i think i finished probably it has to be in the 20th 20 something place and i oh, fished a lot of i think i only yeah. only missed two tournaments i think so mm -hmm. they had nine i think i did seven out of the nine uh had one only one good two good fin i got a second at sandy cooper and like a 13th at caddo and then everything else i think was like 35th and below so it's the other five hey. tournaments i had a, I had a rough year in the hobie series there's so much wit, man. I've, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have a pedal drive. 
I made the TOC. I already qualified. And some of those tournaments were because I already knew that I qualified because I got they take the top three in each tournament. I got a second at Sandy Cooper. Mm-hmm. So there's a few tournaments where I was like really swinging for the fences. And I and I knew like there was a couple tournaments where I was pretty confident I could have got a check at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wouldn't have won it. The New River being one of those where I was like I most likely would have cut a check or done pretty well. Uh, but instead I fished this area where nobody was fishing and I caught, you know, one really good one. And I was like, man, if I can just, I get a limit here each day. Like I, I have a chance to win and yeah, just crash and burn there. But, um, but yeah, I did that a couple of times and at the, at the, at the uh, Mississippi river, I, I, yeah, stuck with an area that I, I've fished in the past and I've done good. The last shoot four times I've fished it. I got, two first and two seconds and um and i pre-fish it and i caught a couple of the right fish the winning fish to that you need to get there and then but couldn't get much to go with it and same thing i had an area i could have gone to goose island and done pretty well and got a limit i don't i don't think i could have won it there but um but i could have done decent and instead i i just stuck it out in the area where i knew there was big ones living but uh, i was hoping i could just figure them out and come tournament time and yeah it didn't happen but are you seeing um, like the same competitors on both those trails? Like what like you said you didn't do too well on some. that one. Is it just like the time of year or is there like uh or is it a specific reason why why you think you didn't do better on one trail than the other? Uh with the Hobies, the haven't there's a lot of tournaments with the Hobies this year. Mm-hmm. I've done well in the past. I've 90 over 90% of the Hobie tournaments I've paddled instead of pedal. I do have a pedal drive, I have a wilderness systems recon. Uh, and I've used that for maybe a tournament or two last year and a couple tournaments this year for the Hobies. But sometimes even for the Hobies, it's, I just rather, rather paddle, depending on where I'm fishing, what I'm fishing, uh, I rather just stick it out and paddle. And usually I get by and it's fine. But, um, this year, the wind, like every single freaking Hobie tournament, there's like, there's at least one of the days where it was like 20 to 30 mile an hour wind. And I was just gosh, in a situation where that wind just wasn't like that, like I'd probably be okay. And otherwise I'm just out there just cussing up a storm. Is that (laughs) going to make you maybe bring pedals next time? (laughs) I mean, I have a pedal drive, but certain areas it's hard to, it's hard to use the pedal drive too. Like in the new river, for instance, like in the rivers and stuff, if you have a Hobie, it's okay because your pedals can come up flush with the hull of the boat and you can float through things but with other pedal drives like the recon where it sticks down in order to get it up you gotta like it's you know it takes a second Mm -hmm. so it's yeah and as far as like going through grass and vegetation and stuff like that the hobie drives can go through it okay and the the other any of the other drives um you know it'll it'll bind up in the grass so i mean it sounds like it sounds like you need a hobie i just looked up online uh google is saying um that you've won $84.7 $84.7 million worth of uh, money in kayak <laughs> tournaments. Um, it's close so. to that. If you round yeah, up, don't you I have guess. a trailer with a Hobie on it and a wilderness? I'm sponsored, by, the, I'm sponsored the, by Wilderness Systems. I had a Hobie for a little yeah, while. Last year. And, yeah, didn't you start uh, off last year with a Hobie? A couple years ago. No, I've always had a Wilderness okay. Systems attack. And I had, uh, I had one year. I did. For one year, uh, I used it for two, of the, two or three of the Hobie tournaments. And then... Um, I'm not going to say anything bad. I'll All just right. leave it at that. 
Well, hey, look, that's that's awesome. All my know. wilderness systems attack. I'm just gonna say this: it has never once left me in a situation where something was. It's never once broken on me anything where it's. Mm-hmm. I've been in a situation where it's putting me at a disadvantage. Not once in seven years. Yeah, because um, you got to be a real man good. to to break a Hobie pedal drive and have to paddle that motherfucker around. Yeah, fuck paddling, paddling that. It's like. Is, would be like paddling or a you know, 360 a drive or a rudder or uh well, easy i have a hobie i love hobie. yeah yeah or, no 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 keep it coming russ no, no, no. this podcast hates hobie Cracking. um <laughs> <laughs> they were hey when they work they work great yeah they do <laughs> when they work i mean yes yeah, like an old man's pecker when it works it works great huh? <laughs> all right real quick you guys ready for the video yeah let's show us jake's video all He's right slipping this slide Oh, that is like the best thing ever. <laughs> but but that's that's talk that's about not even the whole slick. Video. He's like he's on a skimboard. <laughs> right. Look, that's not even the. It took him another thirty or forty-five seconds to finally get up and be able to grab hold of something. <laughs> like he kept sliding down. He almost slid out the view of the camera. <laughs> that's not There's a couple of... ramps. I know a ramp on Gunnersville, and I know a ramp on uh, up in Lacrosse in Mississippi. Where same thing, it is. If you even try a step, as soon as you get in that below that water line, it is just slick as a slick as a something. What's slick? I don't know. <laughs> do, do shit on a golf course. I don't know. That works. <laughs> that works. Slick bait, as a banana bait. peel. Yeah, slicker than bait fuel on your feet trying to stand up in your kayak. I mean, you know, we got the glide of bass fishing, aka bait fuel. If you run out of bait fuel, just get a bottle of Astro Glide or his and hers. Um, what's the other one? Damn it. Um, well, Paul's trying to think of it. Uh, we'll drop an ad real quick. Hey, this is Alex uh, with Bass and Brews. Uh, this episode's brought to you by Astro Glide and uh, the Hobie Maintenance Department. KY, uh, KY Jelly. That's what you're thinking. KY, there you go. That's right. There you go. His and hers, KY. Yeah. Look, if you if you're fishing, your feet start getting cold. Get some him and hers KY jelly, and you oh. get that little nice little tingle. You rub it on there real good. What was the other one you did? So Russ, we did make some uh, Vicks vapor rub in there. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> we did a whole episode of playing Mary Fuck Kill, right? And uh, and Paul, Vaseline, Alex Rudd. Vaseline, that's what it was. Ashley Glide or KY Jelly, and he's like, I'm, I'm not. E-. This was the only time I've ever heard Alex Rudd bow out from having an opinion. He something. refused to fucking answer the question, <laughs> and I don't blame him. We definitely blindsided him with that one. I didn't even know Paul was gonna say that. I was like, holy shit. Um, yeah. So, so Russ, you had a story. It's been, I think, three years ago. It was down in Florida, and this, this is like a funny ass story, but it's not funny. But it ended up being <laughs> funny because you didn't get ate by a gator. But was it two years ago, I think, where you flipped? It was longer than that. Yeah. Was yeah. it two was... or three years? It was, it wasn't more than three years ago. You flipped. It's three, at least three. Almost like three and a half. It might have been almost four years, three and a half. Oh, it was three years ago. Paul, I it happened to him, not yet. you, dickhead. But I remember it better. I don't know. It was in January. It was in January, yeah. but I don't know. It wasn't this January. Three. It wasn't last January. It was January before. So two yeah. and a half. Going on three, three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah three I guess years so, ago. Huh? So you yeah. flipped your kayak, 
like you lost all your shit. You're sitting on your boat with shitty sales. Tell us, tell us that story. And people, it's out there. But if you can remember, it was January. It was January. We're out on the uh, Kissimmee chain. I think it was on Cypress Lake. It's a, just a big bowl of a lake, you know, big round, like most of the Florida lakes, you know, just shallow, a lot of grass. And a lot of times you'll fish offshore, especially on those grassy lakes. I was way out in the middle there. And um, it's Florida, so the water doesn't get, you know, it's not too cold, but it's still January, you know. The water temp's probably around low 60s, something like that. And the air temp was probably low 60s. So it wasn't, it wasn't warm by any means. Yeah, and uh, there's a little bit of wind, a little like a west wind, maybe 15 miles an hour coming from my side. It's coming from my side, though, but a little, you know, maybe one to two foot wind waves. Nothing. I've been out and much, much worse. Didn't feel, didn't even, didn't even cross my mind that I might flip over. I've been, you know, time, I've gone down good size rapids where I'm like, there's a good chance I'm going to flip over. And one of those times <laughs> I did. On the Flint River, that's a, how many times have I flipped over? Three times? Two? Three? Yeah, anyways, I flipped over on the Flint River, but that was going down like a five-foot waterfall. And I got it the first time, and I'm like, all right, I got this again. And I'm like, oh, I just got lucky that first time. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I was out there, and uh, the wind was blowing out my side, and something. I was up in my front hatch trying to grab like a spool of fishing line or trying to grab something. I forget what it was, but something fell out, and it was just like – drifting down you know drifting down the side of my boat and as it was drifting down it was kind of far away and i like lean over like this and the wind was coming from this way i lean over to try to grab it and just a wave hit me just right and i just flipped right over and um wasn't that deep of water it's probably seven eight feet and there's some vegetation and grass and stuff like that um but uh but yeah i quickly got up on, on you know my kayak was all the way flipped over and i got onto the top of the kayak which is the bottom of the kayak really and uh like i was able to grab my paddle my black pack my architect black pack was uh strapped in secured which was nice but i did lose actually so i have my yakima uh black pack that i carry all my tackle in but once that fills up i also have like a little soft-sided cooler that i kind of sandwich in between my seat and the black pack Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and that I just have like my sunglasses, my food, my, what, you know, whatever else. And I had some extra tackle. I actually brought my binder with like all 300 of my hand tied swim jigs. And that, that was been, sitting in there. You and somebody else had been tying jigs for like two weeks before that tournament. You lost Cody, Cody days. Milton. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Cody Milton. That was, that was like, 50, I mean, we'd made all sorts of lures. I probably added 30 or 40 from that, but this is like years of tying swim jigs. It's like three, 400 swim jigs. It fucking sucked. Um, yeah. And that, I lost that. So that's the one thing I lost and I lost some rods and uh, as well i got a couple well, back again you and then you've made 84.6 million dollars losing a little bit you'll be all right <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah. who was the lunchbox because this podcast is not sponsored by lunchbox that does not float a lunch the lunchbox float it was an igloo little oh. soft-sided igloo cooler but the zipper was open on it so it opened oh, up and a lot of the boy. stuff that stayed in there kind of floated i got most of it back i maybe lost a couple other things but lost the swim jigs but i was up on i was on that kayak and i, I had my phone in my life jacket so i was able to get my mm. phone i call a couple of my friends i'm like hey i flipped over on this kayak just hanging out i made a little story on my my instagram or whatever and got 
<laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of people took some time. A lot of nice media. people. Like, yeah, I was like, oh my god, now I got to get back to seventy something people, and all of them were really, you know, they're, oh, I hope you're all right, and some offered even Venmoed me money. I Venmoed it back. I'm like, no, I'm Damn. good, I'm good. I don't want to take any money from anybody. Eighty-four point six million dollars. <laughs> The winningest angler to ever have fished for bass. KVD hey, so two... asked Russ for a loan just last week. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two parts of this story that I remember. Is one that your graph, and I, I don't remember what. Yeah, so I'm getting there. So all right, so I'll, for, I'll, yeah, okay, it go was. ahead. Go ahead. My my torpedo was underwater for. I was out there for 45 minutes before I finally see a boat in the distance, and I just grab my paddle and I just like <laughs> waving in there, waving in there. It was like Russ, five. I'm like, when is this fucker going to see me? Gosh. Russ, I, I interrupt people on this podcast. FYI, I he does. told you this earlier, but where the fuck was your whistle, Russ? The whistle. In, in my whistle was in underneath the water in the, uh, I have a little, <laughs> little, a little dry box. My wallet and my keys were in there too. I put my wallet and my keys, okay. uh, so you my whistle and my Sharpie that, in there. That fucking okay. yeah. whistle. Fuck that whistle. I had a cell phone. I had a cell phone and a paddle. But Bass Boat finally came up and he, uh, he helped me flip my kayak back over. A couple of my rods were still in the black pack, uh, I think I lost four or five of the rods, half of my rods. Um, and funny story. Yeah. So anyways, so he flipped me back over. We were trying to drag a rattle trap around and I was freezing by this point. I was freaking cold and I tried dragging you, a rattle trap off his boat. He was trying to help like me, me out. Like, and I'm like, you ain't got no huh? bad on you. Like I do. You skin, no, I get, I'm like skin and bones, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I got, I find like, man, I'm good. Like, thank you. You know, I, thanked him very much for helping me out and i'm like i'm gonna come back and and get the stuff and i dropped a waypoint on my fish finder where it was at and then uh it was way off the bank you know a few hundred yards off the bank and we get back I, you know i uh he wins yeah. the tournament oh, yeah, that's what happened uh, no, I <laughs> listen well i, I get back so i go yeah. i go back to the airbnb i'm trying to dry out all my shit everywhere yep all my jig, everything's just soaking wet and uh, drying everything out. And then I, um, yeah, I had my, we'll get to that. So I go back, uh, yeah, go back out the next day. Cody and a few other guys come with me and we're loading up our kayaks. And I had my waypoint, you know, from where it was at. And uh, yeah, we all, it was about, you know, a couple miles from the ramp. There's like four guys want to help me out. Super grateful for that. And I load up my kayak and I'm like, where the hell is my fish finder? And I look everywhere and I realized that night before the, right after I flipped my kayak, my, uh, when I left my truck at the Airbnb, somebody broke into my truck or just, I think I just left it unlocked. Uh, somebody opened my truck and, and took my graph. <laughs> so, so then I had to go, go get a new, then everybody were like, well, I don't have a waypoint. So everybody that went to help me out, you know, yeah. it's like, well, we're, Sorry, I guess it's useless. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, We're the story around gets crazier, actually. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. What? So I got a new fish finder, and I Hold went real quick, and... Time out. Side note, side note, side note. Do you think that graph and the waypoints have been put on that... What's that website now where that guy's got? Where oh, I don't know. Waypoints where people have, oh, the one you know, where they pissed. sell waypoints, and yeah. they're like, hey, this is all Russ's shit. <laughs> Russ Snyder's waypoints. <laughs> Russ Snyder's shit right here. Oh yeah, no, I'd be mad about that. I sold my buddy a fit, my one of my was it kind of a fish finder, 
and I didn't take off my waypoints. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like a couple years later, yeah, after a couple years later, I'm like fishing. I'm like, hey, how do you know about this spot? And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, he got that fish hey, for fucking free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, right, yeah, so what we happened? Couldn't next? Go, we couldn't yep. retrieve the stuff. I had a new fish finder. I didn't get any pre-fish. So I went and fished a tournament where I did, I think, the, just a year before. And it was a 10 invitational. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, I got second. So I was sort of good. I had a good tournament. I was happy about it. But the crazy <laughs> oh, thing is, so his... Cody, Cody ended up fishing where I lost all my shit, where I flipped over. He ended up fishing out on Cyprus. And as he's fishing, he sees this little tiny, like, stick sticking up out of the water. And he goes and he casts there. He says he catches him. And there's there's another guy, another kayak around there, too. And they're both casting towards this little thing that's sticking up out of the water. And they each catch two fish. They catch four fish right there where this little thing's sticking. And they finally get up closer. And, like, that's a rod tip. And they go and they, they pull it out. It was one of my fishing rods. And they kept fishing there. And they snagged another one of my fishing rods. So they got two of my fishing rods out of the four. I think I ended up losing two there. I lost four, but they got two back. This, this is so. the part of the story that's Holy absolutely shit. fucking best, is that the guys that went out there to go help him find it and didn't have the waypoints, like, sorry, buddy. And then they're fishing one little stick because, right, when you're when you're bass fishing, right, when you see that one little thing sticking up out of nowhere, this is a perfect example of that. There's a reed sticking out in the middle of fucking nowhere. They catch fish off of it, and it's fucking it's Russ's fucking... rod. Out now, there do the you think... <laughs> now, do you think that Cody stole your graph in the middle of the night <laughs> and didn't tell you because listen you know Cody's been fishing really good a lot since, of damn since sense, that tournament too I mean he, yeah. Cody's had some damn good wins he's got too, all so. your waypoints I almost guarantee we Man. don't know Cody either so this you're is probably right <laughs> Cody was like listen <laughs> he's down on his luck he won't care that much if I fucking steal this um because he's already sad anyways <laughs> right um and he'll never suspect me you know, he's like don't worry I'll help you man I'll help you the whole time he's downloading every single waypoint he just, he just put the SD card back in and was like yes hey man there's I'm pretty sure that Russ was fishing right here Oh look, yeah, look. Right he's here. pretty. Oh, probably the reason my so kayak crazy. flipped over too. He put. He's like, I'm gonna put that on the edge of his kayak, so it just falls he in the water. And he has did. to reach for it and flip he it over. Pin, and yeah, he man. put a pinhole in there so it fill up with water, and so when the wind was blowing, it <laughs> to tip over. No, actually, if you go back to his social media, he was scuba diving um, on that lake earlier, and he's the one that actually pushed you over. It wasn't the wind. <laughs> Don't know him, but all right. So I've got a question. But that is funny as shit. Is that they go fish this little reed, this little stick sticking up and fucking catch fish on your damn rod? Ain't that wild? That was that was the part of the story I wanted you to get to because I had heard heard that when it happened. You know, shortly after, because I'm pretty sure you're on KBN and I listened to it and I was like, is that real or not? But it was actually real. They caught fish on your on your rod sticking over. On my fishing rod. That's fucking and the crazy. funny thing is I didn't catch shit. I was fishing around. I wasn't well, it's, yeah, it's you didn't have any fucking waypoints. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a question. So 
with you being a top angler, $84.6 million. And I don't, you don't need to name names or anything, right? But like most kayakers that do tournaments talk about how they love kayak tournaments because of this sense of camaraderie and brothers slash sisterhood, all of that, right? But you fish in a lot of high money tournaments. And without saying names, is there like beef between some of you folks at the top there? Like, are there some people where you're like, yeah, fuck that guy. He can go fucking eat a dick. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right. I'll take that. Maybe a little bit. Uh, most, because... of, most of the people are really nice. So we have our little right. core friend group, a little right. you know, um, Dakota Lithium will take care of our, our lodging and stuff. So a lot right. of the, a lot of the top anglers, me, Cody, Matt Scott, Eric Siddiqui, Guillermo, Christine, um, you know, a lot of us all, all work together and all, all, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, get along really well. And there's little tiffs, or there's little things where we got to figure stuff out when, you right. know, a couple of us will be fishing the same area. But there's been time, we, you know, there's been some, I said, little tiffs and stuff. But um, all of us, for the most part, have done a pretty good job, to, you know, considering the circumstances of really doing a good job, just uh, being fair and being respectful and, and it's, it's been it's, a really fun time. It's crazy. But. You guys are all competitors, right? So you want to mm -hmm. like, I could see that like spilling out. And I mean, you mentioned Christine, like if anybody follows her on social media, she seems like a fucking menace, just a real big meanie. You know what I mean? She seems like <laughs> the meanest person ever. No, I'm just joking. I like, I do imagine what's the other big kayak, uh, battery well, so brand Russ, here's a little bit Paul, of background Paul, Paul, alex what's does the big not brand? tournament fish. oh yeah i don't tournament fish so no. he, doesn't yeah. Battleborn? Any, I don't know. he doesn't know so when, yeah. when alex is asking you questions about tournament fishing understand that it is coming from a complete stance of ignorance he has no yeah. fucking clue at all like <laughs> tournament fishing to alex he might as well like be out there playing ping pong or something because he don't know shit about tournament fishing so let me preface anyways, all of his tournament questions. Anyways, is that he don't know shit about tournament. That had fishing. nothing to do. One that had nothing to do with tournament fishing. That's a good question, really, though. That was behind the question, the question well, was is you deal with a lot of people who are very competitive, and I could yeah. see like emotions spilling over, and at some point somebody being yeah, like, no, there's like fuck that guy, people... fuck Mike Iconelli. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes. there's certain people that are shit disturbers that like to yeah. just cause problems and make, you know, and they'll do it sometimes for their own personal benefit of getting ratings or getting, you know, and I think with exactly. kayak fishing or bat, you know, bass boat fishing or any industry, there's always those people that are going to stir the pot and cause problems and create drama and be jealous of others who are doing well and, yeah. and all that. And that's just part of it i've got you know sometimes i for the most part i've, I've done a good job of of just kind of biting my tongue and letting people and whether it's on social media or on podcasts or whatever mm -hmm. um you know just just kind of bite my tongue and just let them say what they're gonna say once in a great while i'll uh yeah i'll it'll, it'll get to me and i'll i'll have a little <laughs> something to say so, so Russ, Russ, i'll leave it at that you're from, originally from the West Coast, California, fast boat fishing out there. So you you've been in both sides of of the competitive bass angling world. Should we have a standard um, spot spot off when you get when two people, two anglers or three anglers or whoever get to a spot like bitches is mine or no, their bitches is mine. 
should we have like a cast off or we should we should have a dance off or like you know, something should we it have should be some a joust. kind of standardized like on the water that Jousting. you get you, you know i i can cast i can cast this buzz bait farther than you can cast yours or you know you know something like that should we have some kind of something some kind of competition on the water that lasts for a few minutes that the person who wins it'll be the determining factor of like yeah. whoever yeah. wins is like gets yeah. the gets the say and, and, Bitch and that. Rhymes were whack. get the fuck out well, of no, that'd be one way to settle it <laughs> a fucking rap be, battle that, yes a rap, a rap battle. battle i think it'd be like m and it has to be M&M. official i've been in, seeing more and more more and more of the tiktokers and oh. you know, musicians doing uh doing oh. like rap about fishing just like all their it's music so, is just fishing no, rap it. i like it. it i'm into it i like it you go it's to the so famous TikTok dance that is there that day, and you yeah. have to you do the TikTok dance, and you do it. Live. But then we're gonna have to have a judge and, on who's you yeah, know. Then there's you somebody gonna have you to do the TikTok dance live, both of you, and you have the viewers <laughs> choose who's the winner, and then that's your. <laughs> okay, I like one. it. I'll do that. I'm a horrible. I'm a horrible dancer, so I'd probably lose at I, that one. Um, I, I think they yeah. need to send out kayaks to specifically instead of having, like, you have a marshal and the marshal's job is just to judge your dances <laughs> on the kayak, right? <laughs> but also, well, with all the technology go, nowadays, you just put it on, you can get your GoPro, you and that's the way that this tournament fishing is going to get, especially the kayak fishing is going to, at some point, we're all going to, I bet, have to have cameras going and especially as the money gets. This has been a lot of talk of that. And I just keep hearing where that's kind of really? the next step. and. We'll not just legitimizing time. the tournaments, yeah. but also just being a way to publicize everything yeah. and have, yeah, and have it to be more of a spectator, you know, to have fans watching it and to just put it in the public eye a little bit more. It's going to have to be, well, these tournaments are going to have to be broadcasted live. Fishing is the cheapest motherfucking sport out there. I mean, in the we got weights. World, I don't know about we got that. weights. I mean, no, dude, you can't cheat no fucking ping pong. How you cheat ping pong? I mean, you got a loaded paddle or something. I mean, you think about the sport that you relate to. I like, I how- like cards, like poker. I don't know. What is, what's you a can't cheat. I, but, well, I don't know. Racing is probably the cheating sport. That's probably it is. the yeah. ones for yeah. them to. Yeah. It's also do, not a know. sport. Oh, Lord. Then there's anyway. like, I don't know. Yeah, there's like steroids and stuff like that right. and all that. Yeah. Yeah, but the testing's the got so good. Cycling on, on... with Lance Armstrong, all this. Yeah, know. but see, they. Every they sport has some. I mean, it's been said yeah, about base, you, Russ. Baseball. Th- it's been said about you online. Yeah, well, uh, uh, about when? performance performance enhancing drugs. They enhancing say that you're drugs? juicing. <laughs> yeah, they say that you're juicing on the water. Um, I found a I whole can... uh, a whole message board. That we're like Russ has got to be on steroids. He's no, got to be. On I, I have I have met Russ in person and shook his hands, and I can fucking guarantee you this man has never taken a steroid in his life. If he has, that's, if that's he has, the truth. It, they ain't it working. Has, uh, done the I need opposite to of it. Yeah, you need your money back if you've done steroids, Russ. I can well, promise you. Because people are claiming that, man. but what they don't know is that you're on crack and it's just doing the opposite. <laughs> get super dialed in. Let me take a hit of this crack mic so I can get. Super super dialed in <laughs> he went old school too he was like i'm not gonna do any of the new stuff i'm going with old school 1997 crack cocaine <laughs> they're not testing for this uh, that'll <laughs> wake you up out there taking adhd meds out there taking you know 
hyper focus. No. Yeah, time. it's was it Adderall? <laughs> yeah, Adderall. yeah. There we go. They got some way better ones. That might Adderall, actually. Though. That might be something that, that could help. Right? Yeah, hey, it could, man. It's, it's, I don't like. I'm taking Adderall. I don't. I don't personally like it too much. But you think but, about it. Wait, wait, wait. Are you hold on, hold AD, on, Paul? Oh my. Hold God. on, Paul. Are you taking Adderall because you have ADHD? No, I got. I did get diagnosed with ADHD when I was like a teenager, probably. Okay, and they so, want to put me on yeah. Ritalin, and my dad was like, yeah. "Fuck that." And, I didn't get on it, but I was in my yeah, 20, but, early 20s. I've tried Adderall a few times just to stay up. So Adderall whatever. would probably... It doesn't go like, booze, though. No, it doesn't, but it would probably help you, right? My understanding with Adderall is if you don't have an inkling of ADHD and all that stuff, it works really well because it's not, like, fixing an issue, right? It's hyper-focused. It's just hyper... Yeah, it's just like coffee time, but I got really like jittery and kind of uncomfortable. If you're really tired, huh. it'll wake you up and you'll be good, but I just get personally just get too jittery and fidgety and just not... I don't like it. I don't know. Alright, real quick break here. Um, Bass and Bruises brought to you by the old school crack cocaine. Uh, fuck Adderall. We're all about the crack. <laughs> the real this is what stuff. I'm going to start doing, Paul. I'm just going to start interrupting the show to do uh, shitty ads so maybe somebody wants to sponsor our piece of shit because they'll hear my awesome ad reads. Yeah, I can 100% tell you that nobody you've mentioned so far on this episode is going to sponsor us after this. Crack episode. cocaine? We can maybe, <laughs> we, we've talked about this before. If we can find a good drug dealer to sponsor the show, we'll be set. No, you've talked about that with Ramon, not me, because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm anti-drug, especially crack. I mean, that crack is whack, yeah. I like how there's just silence. Just gonna like, I, I like how me and Russ were like, mm, I don't know about that. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> what, this, <laughs> this one is, this, ep, this episode is definitely getting fucking take down on YouTube. No, <laughs> no. I mean, it's not like it can go what? anywhere. But anyways, if you guys want to find us on YouTube, uh, just remember, we rebranded. So no more Swamp Rat Fishing. You can find it on Bass and Brews Podcast on YouTube. Um, the rebrand is complete at this point. Swamp Rat Fishing is dead. Rest in peace. Um, but yeah. Back to fishing real quick. And this is something that, that intrigues me about Russ because it relates to a lot of other really good anglers you hear. Russ, people talk about you being a fast angler. Like you, you're, you're in primarily as a paddler being fishing as a what? fast. Paddler. Yeah. Fishing it's the crack. Fast. <laughs> fishing fast. <laughs> things are starting to trend that way. This is weird. But anyway, about you fishing fast. You you got a damn bladed jig or whatever you're fishing. Like you're casting, 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 fishing fast. How the fuck do you know when to slow down? This is somebody that tournament fish. I tournament fish. And I like to fish fast. But like, when the hell do you are you like? Shit, I've caught it. Like I need to slow down and test it out. Like how do you how do you get down from? from being a fast angler to somebody that needs to sit down and milk an area. I guess once you catch a couple, I don't know if there's it just it totally, every situation is different, but there's times when, you know, I say 90% of the bass can be in like 10% of the water. If it's a situation like that, where there's just like a lot of dead water. And once you catch one, there's probably more around, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll just keep moving, keep like fat, you know, cover a lot of water. Uh, especially if I have, yeah, torpedo motor going, you know, I'll, I'll cover a lot. And then once I catch one, at times I'll slow down. There's times where I won't slow down where I'm just, there's those tournaments where you're just like hunting like individual big fish where, you know, even mm -hmm. if you catch one, 
it's that's just you know you probably you're not going to catch multiple fish in one area it's just about hunting down each of those fish and so sometimes if i i can power fish and do that like i'll just keep moving you know i'll just keep moving fast all day and cover you know a lot of times the name of the game is just covering as much water making as much cast and it's just like mm. if you put it in front of a fish they're going to eat it but it's just a matter more a matter of finding them more so than finding what they want to eat and as long as they're you know those fish that are up shallow they're aggressive and there might not be that many of them it's just about making just accurate you know presentations and good casts and just covering covering as much water as you can there's other times where i'll i'll sit in one spot all day long if it, i know it's an area that's that's reloading where you know it might be a certain point or a certain spot where there's just a lot of fish in the whole general area there you know the fish are everywhere but there's like one spot that they generally move up to to feed uh you know a lot of play, people will give the example of like having like the the living room and then the kitchen you know the in the living room they're not really feeding but once they move into the the kitchen or into that feeding spot when they move into that spot they're there for one reason and that's to feed and so sometimes i'll sit on one little spot and just milk it all day and fish slow I, i'd rather not do that i think i'm more of an advantage when i am moving fast and covering water if it's a situation where it's just a matter of covering as much water as possible i feel like my i guess mechanics and stuff just set me up so I, i'm very comfortable running a motor at three four miles an hour and just firing it winding it firing it winding it and just hitting picking apart all the ambush points you know as fast as i can uh that's and I think that's, you know, I guess my strength, I would say, but I've, you know, I've done whatever, dragged a jig on one point all day when I have to. And there's times where I move really fast and I find, you know, there's those stretches where they're on like a hundred yard stretch of bank. And it's like, once you find that area, you can just go, you know, back and forth on that bank a few times, pick a few off, and then you just got to kind of feel it out. And if it feels like it's, it's done, you know, and you're not going to get many more than it. All right, let's bomb to the next spot where sometimes you have it's a milk run much, of like five. Yeah, it, it, it's very much, and Paul makes fun of me because I don't tournament fish, but I still, large in part, even before the show, I do follow. You have what seems like very much a bass boat um, mm-hmm. strategy, but in a kayak, which is very different to a lot of folks that are out there, right? Like you are doing the run and gun thing, right? You're just doing it in a plastic boat. It's just recognizing. Yeah, I guess it's just it's like rec, it's more about recognizing one of the hardest things to do in bass fishing is recognizing when you're in lower percentage water. Right. And it's a lot of times you catch some fish and you're keep going down the bank and it's like you can catch fish just going down this bank and like slowing down, but it's you're in lower percentage water where it's like there's fish there and i see a lot of people just slowing down too much in those areas and then they keep slowing down eventually they get to another area and it's like boom 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 and it's like you can recognize those lower percentage areas and just discipline yourself to like fish fast through them even though there might be fish there you might be able to get a bite in them but it's just utilizing your time to be as efficient as possible to stay in those higher percentage areas and get that dude i think that's huge Dude, I think that's huge because a lot of guys will, all right, I'm going to fill a limit, right? I'm going to fill a limit and then call after that, right? But you're pushing through all the way, you know what I mean? Instead of, like, spending the time because time is your biggest uh, enemy during these tournaments, right? You only have so much time on the water, right? So 
yeah, you could sit there for an hour and pick off like minimum <clears throat> limits all the way through, or you could almost roll the dice, chance it, right? But I'm going to be in hot, bigger or higher percentage areas to catch bigger fish. And yeah, that's, I, again, I, I think that makes your kind of style different than a large amount of kind of the field yeah. out. Drew Gregory is very, me and him fish pretty, pretty similar to yeah. He fishes yep. pretty similar to me. How about this? So you've had a ton of success, but when you started all of this and you've been really honest with this so far, which is really great. Not saying, not, not saying we get it a lot on this show, right? But sometimes when we have, Alex, I heard his ice hit the bottom of his glass. Oh, it's empty. Yeah. Yeah. I need another, I need to fill. No, no. He's all loosey-goosey now. This is perfect. So you've been, sometimes we'll get people and you could tell they're kind of reserved when they come on the show, right? You've been very honest with us. So. Honestly, when you started this, did you think that you'd be as successful as you are at this? No, <laughs> I don't. You did? I mean, I knew I believed in myself and my skills, but I never thought it would turn it. When I first got into kayak fishing, honestly, I I got 5%, so we're going to have to switch to my cell phone here soon. Uh-oh. Um, when I first got into it, when that happened. I just... All right. Uh, when I first got into kayak fishing, it was mostly just local tournaments around here. Yeah. And there was national Here's tournaments Tennessee, too, but I didn't right. know as much about them. And my main focus, my main goal was to get a guide service going. I grew up in California. I moved to Tennessee about 10 years ago. And after living in Tennessee about four years, I started to get to know some of the lakes and a lot of the rivers and really wanted to set up a guide service for that and i was like well this will be a good way to kind of just put my name out there and i thought i'd do i was worked hard even at the local tournaments i took it very seriously and it's like i'm gonna try to do you know do my best and at least make a little name for myself around here so i can use that to promote my guide service and yeah through three years into that i uh all of a sudden i'm doing more regional national tournaments and stuff and the guide all the guiding stuff i do a handful of guide trips every year but i kind of put that on the back burner and, and next thing you know i'm yeah i'm pretty much my last three years i'm uh i wouldn't say i'm doing it full time but i'm doing it this about yeah. you know over 50 percent of the time and i do my yeah my power washing it's it's a nice business a perfect business really for mm-hmm. for pursuing something like this like tournament fishing where you know the power washing it's very low overhead it, one point when I was back in California, I had a few employees and stuff like that, but I got to, I realized that if there's people depending on you for their income and stuff like that, just makes it complicated. You make more money, you know, but uh, I felt like the best balance was just for, for me to really concentrate on the tournaments and then the times between the tournaments, you know, load up on a bunch of as many power washing jobs and stuff like that, that I can do. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was something that I can easily manage and, and just tell people, you know, I, you know, I got a few jobs ahead of you. I wouldn't give them a set date. I'd just be like, oh, I got four or five jobs here. And once I get done with the with the next one, you're in line next. And it's it's just a really easy way for me to kind of manage a schedule that's a little bit all over the place. And it's it's definitely right. a balancing act for sure. And at times it's it's not easy. But, um, but yeah, it allows me to pursue my dream of tournament fishing. So it's been That's working great when you can say hey i got four or five jobs ahead of you which means i've got three tournaments and one deck ahead of you, <laughs> yeah. but you don't need to know that i'm going fishing before hey yeah. i know you're you're short go ahead and get go ahead and get you another drink switch over so we don't miss anything yeah. 
and then uh, okay. Alex and I, hey Alex, I got a question for you, buddy. Sure. When you wake up in the middle of the night and you have to go, and you have to go pee, do you sit down or stand up to go pee? Oh, uh, <laughs> um, it depends on if I recorded Bass and Brews that night. <laughs> So, so you record a bass and breeze. You've had yeah. Some I'm drinks. sitting down, dog. Sitting down. So are you? Yeah. All right, all right. So you're sitting down to yep. be in the middle of the night after you've been drinking. Yeah. Do you do you face the 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 back of the toilet and pee that way, or <laughs> no. do you sit regular? Sit like I'm taking a shit. I'll uh, sit and pee. Yeah. In in or do you do that because? You pee all over the seat, and your wife got mad at you. And yeah, wait, it's because I'm fucking. Down. Normally, if I'm gonna do that, it's because I'm piss fucking drunk, and yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. There's gonna be something, and then what happens is, Amanda, the male lady, gets up, um, usually earlier than me, right? Because I don't work Fridays, um, <laughs> so she gets up earlier than me on that day, um, and she goes and sits down, and I'll be aw awakened like deep sleep to you dumb mother. Fucker, how are you a fucking adult? And it's because she sat and pissed. It's funny you mentioned that. So when I was on the boat, shout out to Mathers. Uh, Mathers, who was this dude. He was like 6'2", fucking huge dude, right? And he always sat to pee, and we couldn't figure it out. And this was like not drunk. He would just sit to pee. And he said because it was more comfortable. We were like, there's no fucking way it's more comfortable to sit and piss, right? But we figured it out. It's because he's married, and he has three girls, so there's fucking no way that even a minuscule drop of piss on a toilet seat will go unnoticed in his house. So he's just given up and he's sitting down to pee. Yeah, yeah. Middle of yeah. the night, I go tinkle. I'm sitting down. I yeah. ain't chancing, especially if you got like if you got midnight wood. I mean, you have to sit down. Well, no, I feel like that's worse because that thing's gonna hit the fucking towel rack at that point. <laughs> no, you gotta. You, you gotta you gotta do the, the squat and lean but that's where I've had people say that's why they sit in the toilet backwards because they don't have to worry about it but I've never sat on the toilet backwards yes hear me right yeah we can hear yeah, you yeah. hey hey Russ Russ can you hear us yeah hey so it's uh the middle of the night um you've got a urinate uh are you sitting down or standing up <laughs> where am I at you're at your house you're peeing in a toilet. That's all that matters. Yeah. You're not. I'm standing. Outside. I'm standing up. Usually, Do you, yeah. Are you okay. married, Russ? No, I'm not. Yep. That's the fucking that's clear not. reason why. <laughs> yep. Figured it out. <laughs> because, because, you know, even when there's dry pee pee on the toilet, like if you're married, your wife is going to <laughs> like, get pissed. Just gotta lift up the toilet seat, right? So, Come on. <laughs> no, I mean if it's in the if it's like two o'clock in the morning, right? And you're just I don't like up the toilet seat. No, that's too much work. I mean, let me just sit down and take care of my business. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Um, well, I, I was, love that was our intermission while one we Paul. Over to oh yeah, Paul, that was a fucking magnificent intermission. That is up there with some of your best work. It's you know for. For people that are just moving in with their girlfriend, they're not going to care as much. When you get engaged, they might give you a little bit of shit. But when you get married yeah. and you dribble on the seat, yeah. like, you are going to get chastised to know oh, like, they are going to talk shit to you. They might cut you off from the sex. I mean, like, and, and look, here's the deal. Like, you can, like, clean the fucking toilet seat, people. 
clean the toilet seat, it's going to make your married life a lot easier in the end. I get it, but if it's 2 in the morning and a little bit gets on there, listen, I'm not a fucking war criminal. I'm not a fucking <laughs> warlord from Central Africa, okay? It's a, a tiny bit of dried piss. Settle down, lady. You'll be okay. Like, I have to deal constantly with, like, all your other stuff. You just got to deal with it every once in a while. I, I will fuck up, though. I'll, I'll be completely honest. Sometimes, um, if I am standing, I lift the seat, right? But I do forget. And then Amanda <laughs> will go in there, and she's all tired. It's a purple nurple. And then, again, I got to hear yelling at 2.30 in the morning about how I'm uh, living with this fucking man-child because <laughs> somehow it's my fault. She didn't fucking look at the toilet seat before she sat, and now she's <laughs> stuck in that bitch. Like, that's not my fault. That's your fault. For sure. Yeah. I've put the blame on her. I have not put the toilet seat down once before in my entire lifetime and gone to be in the middle of the night and sat down and hit that cold-ass porcelain. I've never done that. And then my butt hit the water, and, and there is nothing more nasty than your butt hitting the toilet. Wait, water. wait, so you said you've done that, or that's never happened to you? No, I just said, I just said I've done that. I have oh. gone to pee in the middle of the See, night. See, that's never happened to me. Seat. Then going to pee again in the middle of the night and sat down without a toilet seat. And look, I got a fat ass. Yeah, he I does. Mean, I know, mean, not as big as Jake Harshman's, but. Yeah, well, you know. He's short, <laughs> he's short like you a little much. Hey, so I've got to talk about it real quick before we get back to Russ. Uh, shout out to my mom, who um, <laughs> I guess blushed. She said, uh, sweetheart, because she lives on the West Coast, I'm on the East Coast. She goes, sometimes I just listen to the show just to hear your voice. And then she goes, it's been real raunchy lately. <laughs> and I go, well, what do you mean? She goes, I, I was blushing when Paul talked about going up on your wife. <laughs> so, uh, so, so shout out to mama. Yeah. Yeah, Russ, you have listened to the podcast, and we've got a lot of uh, brewskis out here that like to make jokes on me and Alex on the jokes that we make about each other. And our, our, our buddy William Shaw, a few episodes, even though I mispronounce it, and he hates me because he doesn't yep. text me. You anymore fucked it up. This. You and fucked dude, it up. I, I fucked up like one of our top our top fans. But anyway, yep. he said, "Hey, ask." But here's the deal: Alex is short. He's like five foot one. I'm not. And Fuck his off. wife and his wife is like five twelve. So, <laughs> five twelve. You know, William wanted to know if he ever goes up on his wife because Alex is so short. He's like, Do you know the movie Willa? Yeah. Have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I've seen Willow too. I just can't think about it. Yeah, I've never I've never heard of Willow until I did this. Look at that. Look at that bullshit that our fans <laughs> made for us. <laughs> <laughs> Some good Photoshop. Listen, there. we have Alex, the best Alex is meme Frodo. makers. Alex is a short Frodo. A short Frodo. Fuck you, Paul. You're you're a fucking you're you're a fat walrus. I don't fucking know. Fuck off. <laughs> Russ, just a lot, like of, lot of good short, a lot of good short anglers. I must say, if you took you know whatever the average height is, I'd oh, say Brent there's more. Either. More Brent great anglers under man. the average height than above it. Right? Exactly. Yeah, I, mean, mm. I, I don't think size has anything. Size or athletic ability has nothing to do with angling. I mean, in a kayak, maybe a little bit. If a little bit on Hobie. athletic. Yeah. Yeah, but now that there's Hobie. motors everywhere. Agile and Not stuff. Oh, yeah. Hobie general, doesn't have the motors. Yeah. It helps more to 
be agile than it, it does. So, yeah, you I, can get by without it. But I've gained like helps. 40 pounds over the last year, and I will tell you one thing. Um, it we all know. 40 pounds, when you have to bend over, and, and I'm in a Hobie, when I set my, my catch board up, to measure a fish when your stomach and fucking guts in the way you can't bend over enough to, to hold the fish a wily fish down that fucking shit sucks i ain't gonna lie like paul gets penalized then, then because his that, guts holding no, down the fish and th- not only that like you gotta take a deep breath to reach over and to hold the fish down because your guts in the way and the only way you cannot get it in the way is take a deep breath and like and then and then you I'll, take like three or four pictures and you sit up and take a deep breath and then you get all fucking lightheaded and you're worried about passing out falling out of your boat because you had to take a deep breath to get your stomach out of the way to measure fish i mean look fat kayak anglers it, it's a it's a struggle y'all it's a struggle that, measuring that and fish. women with giant tits it's like how do you get those out of the way whoa don't pick on my titties why you gotta do that yeah yeah you you actually just insulted him twice because he's got both problems <laughs> he's got giant tits and he's fat um but real but quick vest, hold on my best presses my boobies in so it holds them in Real quick, let's take a break here. Bass and Brews brought to you by uh, Cody's Waypoint Service. Um, <laughs> all of Russ Snyder's best waypoints uh, just for you at $19.99 a month. Uh, but use discount code. Uh, use discount code. Russ uses crack uh, and save uh, an extra 10%. Nice. Uh, no, yeah. So the girls with the, yeah, I feel bad because that's got to be a bitch. That's got to be a especially kayak fishing because your knees are up there right when you're in a pedal one you know what i mean like they've just got to be knocking them things with their knees the whole time i feel bad. <laughs> yeah make sure to not have that seat too close right i mean, I mean yeah, if they're short hey, then it's gonna happen yeah i will tell you this as somebody with big nipples on those cold mornings where you're fishing shirt and your <laughs> and, and your, your life vest is rubbing up against your nipples and they get like sore like I mean, there's there's no what's nipple that? rash. It's a real what's thing. That, what's is. that office episode where uh, Andy's got <laughs> bloody nipples? That's <laughs> Paul. Hey, hey, Wolf of uh, <laughs> Wolf of Walmart. Let me get a jabber hammer um, as Andy with bloody nipples meme, please. Hey, Russ, are you using any four facing sonar yet? Yeah, yeah, I got Garmin Live Scope. <clears throat> uh, is it a is it a big part it? of your repertoire? I can't say I have I've used it three tournaments in the Hobie. So I have it on my recon. Uh, so in the Hobie tournaments where I'm using just pedal drive, I've used it a few times. And I can't say any of those times I've cashed a check from it. <laughs> but probably been more of a distraction than anything. But, but yeah, and just fun fishing. There's times where it's 100%. Like it's it's a benefit and I will be, be using it. Uh, at times it doesn't really it's hard to fish as fast it's just hard to cover you get so distracted so easy yeah. and there's just but you learn so much too at the same time you just learn so much and I'm, I'm getting more dialed in with it and i could tell you know i'm starting to be able to tell the size of a fish and what species yeah. of fish and really uh yeah you can be a lot more efficient with it for sure in certain situations you just got to know when to use it and when to shut it off and ignore it yeah. is the thing i and, think about you think about a lot of our kayak tournaments they're they're kind of they're situated around pre-spawn spawn and post-spawn you know mm-hmm. you get to these summer summertime tournaments then that's where we're getting into the river tournament so you don't really need it there you know we don't 
really have a ton of true offshore fishing tournaments if you start to put all of them together you know there's probably only a few months where we'll have those the that's where i see it as the biggest advantage is when you roll up to an offshore place and you side scan and you target some fish and like you put the side scan down there and be like oh them those aren't bass or they're not ready to eat talking about the side scan or talking about the live well, scan? both you know using your side scan to really scan a big area and to identify some fish and then throw the forward facing sonar on them to say hey are they set up to eat are they bass are they you know are they not bass or anything like that like the amount of time you spend on an offshore spot with forward facing sonar for me because I don't have it, but I've got bass boat guys that I fish with that do. Like, we roll up to a spot, and we'll side scan, and we'll see a school of fish, and we'll throw down on them on the forward facing, and we'll throw baits. You know, we'll spend 10 minutes on them, where if I saw them in the kayak with my side scan, I might fish them for an hour before I'm up and out of there, especially maybe if it's a brush pile or a rock pile where you can't really see them that mm -hmm. good. With the forward facing, you you can get in there and see if they're how they're reacting and what they are and all those things like golly cut down on the amount of time you waste fooling around with fish with four facing that cuts a lot of that time out it can as long as you have those areas really dialed where where those target zones or brush pile if you're only focusing on mm -hmm. brush piles we're just going to say okay there's a brush pile here let's put the forward facing is there a fish on it and get a cast right on the brush pile see how they react to it and then it's like oh he doesn't want it it's like okay next brush pile try the same lure different lure whatever it's really good for just recognize just seeing how they re react you know in real time to each each lure um yeah i say that it really you learn a lot from it for sure but it's just about being just disciplined to to know when to use it and when to shut it off and i tried to look to, it up you know, I, I can't find it. I found this. Uh, I watched this video on TikTok, right? And this guy was crappie fishing out of a kayak, which, crappie. fuck yeah, that's that's fucking awesome. I love crappie fishing out of a kayak. I think it's fun, right? Um, but he had, what is it? He had live scope. What's the other one? Well, I mean, there's three. Right. The Lawrence. Correct. Uh, so he had all three. He had all three. He had all fucking three loaded up on this fucking kayak to go crappie fishing. And I was like, this it's motherfucker. the game. I know guys that crappie fish with it. And that, if you, yeah. you got no doubt about it, with when it comes to crappie, like it's. For tournaments. Just for tournaments, sure. This game. guy, there's no crappie kayak tournaments that I know no. of, like real big money so. ones, right? Yeah. Maybe there's one for like a, uh, you know, a free soft serve at McDonald's. <laughs> but uh, this dude had all three, and it, it wasn't a joke. He wasn't being sarcastic. He said, this is, <clears throat> this is the only way. He had, like, it doesn't make sense he had all three. On he had all kayak. three, dude, with rigs out of it. It was sense. fucking stupid. And mind you, he's also in, like, an Ascend, so it wasn't even, like, a really expensive kayak. Like, so with all his electronics, he probably could have bought 10 of those. Or he, all those he, electronics, he could have bought 10 kayaks, probably. Correct. <laughs> yeah, like, he had Russ Snyder money. He had $84.6 million <laughs> to put all those fucking electronics in. Eh. Yeah, Ru you know. Russ, real quick, I, I I did actually look you up, um, and uh, 
that is actually there was some random website that said you were worth that much money, which I think is <laughs> fucking hilarious. They counted no your way. winnings. You, yeah, yeah. So you're they joking, I'll, right? Not no, no, dude. Much, I'll text you the link. Um, so they counted your tournament winnings, your TV appearances, and I was like, I don't think that motherfucker's been on TV. <laughs> <laughs> No. And then I, under I mean, references yeah. for TV, it had a bunch of Mike Iaconelli episodes. And I was like, that dude wasn't on Mike Iaconelli. <laughs> it's a what? bullshit. It was it's under a, my. Yeah, well, Russ, yeah, when Russ, you search your was, name. He was, be, Russ, yeah. he was drinking last night when he <laughs> looked that shit up. None of that fucking shit's true. Dead serious. I also no. looked up. Somebody's hacked my identity. No, no. The same website says. $84.6 million of my right? money, I guess. <laughs> the website also says that the Bass and Brews podcast has also been on the Mike Iaconelli show and that we are worth 15.4. So, yeah, see, he was he, not only was he drinking, I'm pretty sure he smoked crack. That crack. Night, <laughs> hey, so anyways, Bass and Brews brought to you by um, <laughs> your your local crack dealer. Um, just when you go to your local dealer, uh, ask him if they accept uh you know, the coupon code BABCAST, and you can save 10% on your next crack purchase. Hey, Russ, you're traveling all over the country fishing. Are you camping, you're airbnb are you trailering, are you in a truck? Like, how do, you, how do you travel to all these damn tournaments everywhere and make it where it's not like, well, where you make it where it is cost-effective, but you're not fucking miserable Traps. Yeah, I got to uh, do a little bit of everything, but mostly I uh, got a truck, uh, GMC Sierra, just two-wheel drive, 04. It's got a little over 500,000 miles, and it's kind of my... $84.6 million, and this is what he's driving. <laughs> is this the same truck where you took out the, the seats and put All your, the seats, your batteries so it's just got, and you yeah. got the refrigerator and shit in there? Man, yeah, you are such a seat. stalker. Like, honestly, you were such a fucking stalker. Spray painted all the windows black. No, no, not not Russ. Paul, you are a stalker. You know everything about Russ's life. I'm getting real creeped out this, about this. I listen to all the I put it on my social on. medias. I talk about it a little. But, yeah, this I'm, is I'm an original owner of that truck. I've had it since 04 and shit. put all 500 and something thousand miles on oh, it myself. Yeah, that's Se gnarly. Second, second engine, third transmission um and uh you know with 84.6 million dollars you could buy a fleet of those things and put live scope <laughs> you put live scope on every on truck trucks. and still be fine <laughs> yeah it's it's cool i got i ripped out pretty much gutted the inside except for the driver's seat and the little center console that that'll fold up so i couldn't seat any other person there but where the passenger seat is I got a, a just put like a wood plank. I wish you would have led with this because I wouldn't have asked you whether you were married or it's not. Married. <laughs> because, <laughs> you're exactly. like, I gutted it I out. I got a refrigerator. Nobody else can sit. I'm like, no, nope, <laughs> yep, there's nobody else. Well, in it's that good truck. for it. If I go on dates, it's pretty good, actually, because there's only one other seat. I mean, it's right next to me. <laughs> yeah. so. And there's a, bed, there's a bed in the back. <laughs> in the back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Russell's so like, hey, seat, I don't have a seat for you but i am sponsored by crack um do you want to hang out in the back hey there's only one seat and it's in my lap baby <laughs> and i got a bed yeah so i took out took out the back seats and that's basically like two two giant storage compartments that have uh have big big lids on them that have some foam you know like tempur foam and it with it's carpeted over and one of the boxes i got 
couple uh, 100 amp hour Dakota lithium batteries and a power inverter. So that mm. powers the power from my fridge. It'll uh, I could charge up my Torquedo batteries, my smaller Dakota uh, fish finder batteries and other storage is just a bunch of all my fish and tackle. It's actually four. It's like two big ones and then two little ones in the back. So I got all my sleeping stuff. I got a little sleeping bag, a, um, yeah, a blanket and pillow or whatever. And mm -hmm. I, I put that on top of that, that big surface in the back there. Uh, yeah, just lay, and it's got a little air pad just to get a little more cushioning, but it's, uh, it's comfy back there. I sleep back there. Panels? Or are you having to go? No, I don't. So I have a Red Arc. That's a good question. I got a, a Red Arc DC to DC charger. So what mm -hmm. that does is as I'm driving, it'll mm -hmm. once my truck battery's full, it'll bypass mm -hmm. the truck battery. Wow. And then the alternator will charge up the, the power sources to 100 amp power. I just lithium. imagine all of this information is in Russ's Tinder profile. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, I've got a DC to DC converter. Um, I've got no seat for you there's a little bit of padding in the back uh i fish 300 <laughs> days out of the year man, yeah and he, you know yeah a couple deck picks and then we're yeah, good to go a couple deck picks and the only one that answers are like 50 year old dudes who are like can we be friends <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have do you have room for my kayak in there yeah <laughs> the, the, so paul was actually it, asking how long does it Paul was long, asking legitimately. I got, I got serious fucking questions about this. This, how long, like, how many miles? Do you know how many miles or how long it takes for you to drive for your truck to charge up? Charge up those. I've been thinking about that. It's hard to tell. Sometimes if I'm doing short drives, there's and I'm doing, say, I'm running that Torquedo dry all mm -hmm. the way, to, you know, down. Uh, it'll it'll charge. If it's all the way full, it'll charge it about twice or so. As far as it's about 100 amp hour lithium, Dakota lithium will will charge that. I'll get two full charges out of it. But if I'm running around a lot and it's the whole week fishing out there, there's times where where yeah, I won't be able to charge that Torquedo up all the way, and I got to just turn on my truck for a little bit. Or I mean, a lot of times we stay in Airbnbs too, and. Uh, yeah, with all my friends and stuff. And even, plug? yeah, then I'll just bring them inside and charge them. But I think to charge, if it's dead, uh, I'd say like three, four hours of driving to charge the 200 amp hours from nothing all the way full. All the way about probably three, four hours. So That's if I'm driving good. like a half hour, you know, if I'm driving like 45 minutes each way to a spot, I get an hour and a half a day it'll it'll keep me going pretty good but if i'm only doing like 10 15 minute drives then by the end of the yeah then a few days in then i, I can't get a full charge on my battery huh. that's pretty so. good i should get it has the capability to put solar panel i got a spot where i can put solar panels on there too and i got um so. again add that to the tinder profile like looking <laughs> When it says, what are you looking for? You just put looking to add solar panels. <laughs> You've been married a long ass time. How do you know what goes into a Tinder profile? What? Because I've hung out with younger people. I've, I've been on Bumble. I, I can say I've done. Oh, Tinder. he's doing the Bumble. Oh, Bumble's yeah. the nicer one, right? That's where the girls I get guess to pick. That and the hint. I haven't done it for, I did that for about a year. She, we, I went like eight years, man, without... Without, I, yeah, had a couple serious, I don't know, it's getting uh, yeah. all my personal life, but I had a couple <laughs> yeah. serious girlfriends when I was yeah. yeah. in my 20s and so, and sure. I moved out to Nashville when I was 30, I just, man, I was like, 
I, I wrote off women for a while. I'm not going to lie. I just <laughs> I like, got man, you. I'm going to focus on work. I'm going to focus on fishing. And I'm just Listen, those dicks not going to spray themselves. <laughs> when you move from the I mean, west Dex, coast to, Dex. The, to the east and the south, and you start you know, dilly-dallying around women around here, they, they, they tough. These women around here in the south, tough, man. Yeah, I like Southern girls. I like me some Southern girls. I don't know, about three three years ago, I got back yeah. into the. I'm like, all right, better. I'm getting old. I better shit. I better start <laughs> dating again. So, but no, you're doing the better on one, Paul. The only reason I know is because I, I've worked with young folks, right? Like uh, that was part of the deal, right? And all the girls who were, um, uh, shit. What's the right way to put this? The girls that weren't morale gear. And that's just girls who are like all the the nice normal girls were no no all the nice <laughs> normal girls were on Bumble because they get to pick the dude. Tinder is just a free for all on putting stuff in other stuff. <laughs> uh, hey, so this episode other stuff. What's it? Trailer? No, no, I do have Content. a trailer, and if I want to start doing focusing more on guide trips, I picked up AJ's old trailer. Uh, Tennessee trailer it holds four kayaks and once I really focus on that I've used it a couple times for when I'm just going kayak fishing with my friends and I want mm -hmm. more than two kayaks my truck can hold two I got a I got a rack uh, on top of my truck where I can put a kayak up top there and I have a rod box to, to hold my rods and I can, so I can fit two kayaks and have all my all my stuff but you said that. you said when you moved and you were like man I need to get like you know need to get settled down how you just described your truck made me go i need to get divorced and unsettled <laughs> because <laughs> i can't even imagine devoting all of that to fishing because it sounds amazing <laughs> and there's no way i could do that um there's I mean, no way works, obviously, right? podcast, i'm so telling you like, man you, yeah. you just hey, you know his wife yeah. listens to this something podcast. to be said for that his, his ass might be moving down with you, and he might be buying a uh, 2006 yeah. truck with 400,000 <laughs> yeah. miles on it. With he, solar panels. He might panels. be down there power washing and rebuilding decks and building out his fish truck <laughs> and starting to tournament fish with you. Like, I've got a here. fight. I've got a fight where I've got, like, if I'm going to go out, I was going to go out tomorrow, um, so I prepped today. And I'm not going out tomorrow because we have a fucking storm rolling through. Fucking, of course, my luck. But she came in and went like, there's a lot of fucking fishing shit in the living room. And I was like, it'll be gone tomorrow. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, but it's fucking today. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll fucking move it. And this man devoted his whole truck to fishing. It makes me super jelly. It makes me rethink my life. Well, Alex, here's I got bit. another. I got another. So I got another truck. It's an O5. Oh, he's got another same, truck. He's got two fishing same, trucks. It's a, so. no, another, the other one, Alex. it's the same exact truck, pretty yeah. much. My buddy was selling it. <laughs> he had the same exact, I mean, same truck as mine. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to devote this to a fishing truck, I need to have something to drive, have people in and stuff. So I, I, so I picked that one up. Drive my Bumble dates around in. He's got a Bumble <laughs> yeah, exactly. truck. He's I got, got a, a Bumble truck. <laughs> Dude, the Bumble that's, truck, that's you should black put... Black and yellow? Is it's it pretty black clean. and yellow? Dude, you, black <laughs> and yellow with wings put, on it? No, dude, he and needs to put little, his look, username the, across the, the side with a QR code for your Bumble account. <laughs> his Bumble truck has the eyelashes on the headlights. <laughs> Come on. Come on. No, Don't dude, that. 
so the bumble truck, here's what you do. You you, you put a couple of your accolades on the side of it, right? Right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. a couple of your, your tournament wins, stuff like that, so chicks know that, like, you're making $84.6 <laughs> right? And then you put, like, a QR code for your account, and then you do, like, a, uh, like, you work Hash on out. decks. Cash out. Uh, no, I think you're on to something. I think you're on to something. Dude, the deck hey. thing. So, so you have to have good. Probably, you're, you're a skinny ass dude, but you probably gotta have. You probably have good size. QR, right? QR no, no, no. I mean, for deck picks. Well, that too. <laughs> but I mean, you probably have good thighs, right? So, just do a thigh picture and just wrap that bitch all the way around. <laughs> all right. Hey, speaking of deck all right. picks, it might work. And Plus, you, the Bass you... and Brews logo. Yeah, yes, there we go. Yes, on the Bumble truck. Hey, Russ, did you ever get into making, I, I know at one point you talked about getting into making your YouTube channel and doing YouTube videos. Did you really get into that? Or are you still I made like, eh. three or four and I got like 500 views and I'm like, all right, this is going to be a lot of work. <laughs> this man made three or four and got 500 views. He's like, this <laughs> He's like is a that's lot of not work. enough. You know, Alex <laughs> made like 55 and got 100 views. I did. Man, I I'll mean, tell you what. I'm, I mean... When, so I, I was one of the first fishing YouTubers out there. Not to, <laughs> I'm just putting that out. Okay. Oh, my, this, this dude, this dude, uh, Obedi lives out. Yeah. He has a ripping lips, you know. Yep. He was out in the Delta. I was living around there and uh, in California, you know, California Delta, and uh, I was had my guide service going fishing out of a bass boat, and I saw this guy Obedi putting up. Uh, these videos and getting a lot of views on it. And there was like no, there's nobody. Is that one of this the is like one YouTube. Guys? No, yeah. Obedi, Dark Horse? I don't know. That, Obedi, he's one of the, uh, yeah. He's Obedi and, and Black Mike dude and, lives in uh, yeah, 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 Discovery yeah. Bay Obedi, by the Delta. Mike, fishes yeah, like Mark Obedi, Daniels. And and Greg Blanchard, all those. Guys. Yeah, he fishes yeah. with Greg. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dark, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I saw him doing it. I was like, man, this is a good way to, I was just getting into guiding, kind of transitioning out of, out of doing tournaments a little bit, want to focus more on guiding and, uh, just put it, I, this is before GoPro was even, uh, yeah, before the GoPro days, I just got a tripod and like tied it down with some rope on my back seat and put like a, a JVC camcorder up there and, and started shooting some videos and, Man, I put them up. I got like 50, 60, set up to like 50 to 100,000 views on what? those videos. Yeah. It was before. Yeah. You type in yeah. California fishing and I'd be like, and these videos are gar Like they're not good <laughs> yeah. videos. They're garbage. But you were like, there. Garbage. And then you but, stopped but doing nobody it. nobody doing it. Yeah. I, I, I put the videos up and, uh, and I got all my guys. I was booked. I mean, I got my guide trips <laughs> from those, from those videos. That's how I started guiding. Everybody oh, I saw your videos on YouTube. <laughs> Exactly. He's like, I was successful, so I stopped. I I am fucking crushing it. Fuck YouTube. (laughs) What the fuck? I I got my boat got... Dude, I lost my uh, boat insurance because I wrecked it again. And uh... (laughs) that's why Russ Snyder's is in a kayak. Finish your story. Blew another lower unit. Yeah, I don't know. I was, it was getting a lot of views. I was getting more. Eventually, I got to the point where I'm like, all right, I'm getting enough guide trips. Like, I didn't look as YouTube as like a way of monetizing things, making money from ads. And like, that was before all that. I just wanted to get guide trips and go fishing, you know? So. 
So I got guide trips. I was going fishing. I got all the guide trips that I could handle. And then I, uh, yeah, then my lower unit blew up and I knew I was going to be moved. I knew gas prices were like five something a gallon in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to pay. When like, was that? What year? Yeah. When did you move? Like 2000. 11 2010 oh, i think my last year gnarly. guiding was like God. it was tough dude was, it was uh, gnarly right after two that was was literally the, yeah and that was literally that was before youtube was youtube and it yeah, was yeah i started that was my last was year so i started 2008 yeah. or so okay. my youtube video is like before, 2008 way before yeah. that's way before the the self-proclaimed first kayak youtubers started youtubing yep. by years yeah. yeah, but but yeah. I will say I was in the Bay Area during that time, and gas prices were fucking ridiculous, dog. Do we move? We went from Jersey. And I remember we rolled in. And we had to get up gas, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? An oil change?" And like the how area the fuck that is I was this? living, it was. I lived in San Bruno, so it was right, okay. right, kind yeah, of right below that's... San Francisco, yep. and the closest place, the Delta, was about an hour and fifteen minutes yep. away. Uh, there's a couple lakes down in San below San Jose that were about an hour away. Yeah. I'd do guide trips there, and then uh, like Berryessa is about two hours. Clear yeah. Lake was about two and a half hours. But all anywhere, any direction I went drive. to San Jose, I had to cross these bridges too. So I had to cross the Golden Tolls. Gate Bridge, the Tolls Bay Bridge. Yeah, days, it was dog. Twenty-five dollars. I do. I know, dude. The Golden Gate Bridge. Yep. Yep. And then they have muscle inspections for these zebra yep. mussels. So you need to pay another twenty-five dollars each month yep. for, if I want to go to Clear Lake just for the zebra mussel sticker thing. That's a bunch of fucking bullshit. Yes. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I I lived in. Um, uh, they don't even inspect your boat. They're just no, like you just show no, up no, somewhere. No, and they're like, yeah. You show the money and you get a sticker. It doesn't even do anything. I, uh, <laughs> it's not even doing anything to prevent it. It's... Hey, I fought. I fought a wildfire in Big Sur in two thousand and eight. Did you? Yeah. Big Sur is a beautiful area, man. Oh, yeah, there. yeah. That bitch is not beautiful when it's on ah, fire in your head, no. deep in poison oak with a chainsaw. You're highly allergic to poison oak. Everybody drink. Miserable. <laughs> um. No, no. Miserable. I lived in uh, Alameda three times in my life. Nice. Basically, I did. I've been there. What did I do? Like it's nine right by years. Total. Yeah, yeah. It's that little island in between. I was in the Coast Guard, so everybody drink now. We've mentioned wildland firefighter and Coast Guard. Um, so I, uh, yeah, yeah. So I was stationed in uh, Alameda three times. We've lived there, and that shit is fucking nuts. But the first time we went in, and my, so so my wife is from Jersey. That's where I live now. And uh, when we first rolled in. <laughs> She was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, at the gas station. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, what's that fucking price? And she's actually the one that did the joke. She was like, is that a fucking oil change? I'm like, no, no, that's <laughs> what it costs. And then we rolled up and we sat there and I was like, yo, you going to get out? And she goes, what do you mean? So in, in, in Jersey, it's like Oregon, it's a uh, full service. Mm -hmm. So I was yeah, like, no, yeah. no, I was like, nah, bitch, you got to fucking pump your own goddamn gas. <laughs> I don't have to fucking tell you. Like, she actually liked living there somewhat, except for that she had to pump her own gas. <laughs> and to be honest with you. Did she ever know what hole it went in? No, eventually she had to figure it out because I went on deployment <laughs> and she'd have to fucking figure this thing out. She and she said she. While you weren't on deployment, too. Correct. <laughs> she did. That was some guy down the street. But. Um... <laughs> Was that Uncle Jim? <laughs> but to be honest, uh, now that I'm fully like retired from the military uh, in New Jersey, uh, pumping your own gas is for suckers, dude. There's nothing better <laughs> than a rainy fucking day, and I'm at a Wawa, and I just, you know, drop my, my window just a smidgen enough to shove my card out.
to be like, all right, pump that thing on full. Like, I know it's a dick move, but it, it feels nice. It feels bougie. I love it. I've been through Oregon a little, so I know what that's like. It's it's oh. nice. Oregon is, nice. is so so. What's funny is I I remember going through parts of Oregon. I'm originally from GED in Oregon. No, in Washington is where I got my GED. Same Thank thing. you very much. But I remember I was stationed in Oregon. But we'd go through gas stations, uh, and it's supposed to be you know full service, right? But you'd go through and it'd be like one o'clock in the morning, and there's fucking nobody there, and there'd just be a jar. Like we were in uh, Astoria, Oregon, which is right on. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the border of Washington and Oregon. It's also the place where Goonies was filmed. So I was stationed there. So we'd go out all night drinking, and we'd have to fill up this fucking beast of a car that we had. It was this big-ass Bronco. Uh, with bit, It was, like, super lifted. We all pitched in money. There were seven of us that pitched in money to buy one fucking car <laughs> so we could drive around in. Only one dude had a driver's license, and that wasn't even me. <laughs> it was just... So we drive around, get all fucked up. Anyways, we roll to these things, and there'd just be a fucking coffee can, right? And it was, it, but the coffee can on the side of it had taped instructions on how to work the pump, so you could unlock the pump to be able to fill your own gas, and then you just put. It was like, uh, you know, like the honor system on doing gas. Really? Yeah. So to be completely honest, I'm 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 outside of statue of limitations at this point. Um, we fucking never this, gave money. This statute. We <laughs> free fucking, gas. You live in we Oregon. We never free gave gas. money. Like there was times where we we knew they were done at one o'clock, <clears throat> so we'd set an alarm to wake up at one fifteen to drive the truck over to fucking fill it up. What do they? You never, have to cover your license plates. What are they like? Yeah, dude. No, we absolutely did. We covered it in <laughs> fucking tin foil, <laughs> and uh, we drive that bitch over and fill that thing up multiple times a week. We didn't pay for gas for like eight months. It was the best thing yeah. ever. Hey, that Russ, sounds like the best thing ever. All these stories right? about Alex being in California around these, like some of the greatest fishing I know, and I never in fucking, the world yeah. during this time in the early 2000s. And this, this sorry ass bastard didn't even go fishing. I didn't fish then. I didn't, uh, yeah. I mean, the last time I did fish, but it was difficult. But yeah, no, m- most of the time that I was there and had a vehicle, I, I fucking didn't fish. I missed out on all of it. Good day. It's gone a lot downhill since then. I'll tell you. Yeah. I mean, Delta's still like. Do you ever go back to California? I go back, yeah. My my dad, my stepmom still live in, in the Bay Area, San Mateo. Yep. Uh, they were just out here, actually, this week. They just, they just dropped you, them off at the you, airport. It's good seeing them. But when you head out there? uh 2020 i did i did a road trip i've never like flown out a lot of times i'll fly back out oh, there shit. and see him probably about that. once yeah, once twice here you did a road oh, trip out there God. and went and yeah. like four to five turns oh it's so <laughs> creepy it's two so out of, creepy two out of three. it's so creepy he went oh three, i remember that five. hey the percentage is still the same you won motherfucker. no semantics a so... couple there's a kvf and a Bassmaster back to back there's a delta hobie at the delta I didn't do good, which is, which I expect. I Delta always kicks my ass for some reason. I fished it more than anything. I do the majority of my guide trips were at the Delta, which I was like Deltas fit right into your shit. Fast fishing in the grass, just I know, right? I go that place. I gotta love it. I've had some great days there, but I just can't. It's just something about it, man. It's a, a number. I'd say out of anywhere, I'd say a lot of people would agree with this too. Out of anywhere in the entire country uh locals have a more a larger advantage at the delta 
than of any other place. It's almost impossible for an athlete. Like I've seen so many big like national tournaments or just tournaments yeah. in general. And if you look at the top 10, nine out of the top 10 in every tournament where it's like our people from all over the place will be local or at least eight out of 10 yeah, yeah. will be locals. Clear Lake, not, not at all. Like Clear Lake is a lake that you well, anybody, anybody can, can fish a drop shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, clearly you fish a little bit of everything. The Delta, it's all about these, you get these windows, man. It's like these 45 yeah. minute feeding windows and it's all tide dependent. Okay, and it's yeah, like, if you hit tide. the right love place it, at the right it. tide, it's like, bam, you load the boat and that's how the tournament's yeah. won. It's one in a 45 minute little window most of the times. Uh, and, and it's, it's hard because when you pre-fish, you're better off the guys, Mark Daniels is a good example. He's one of the best Delta fishermen out there. And he would never, he'd pre-fish for tournaments. He worked nine to five all day. I'm pretty good friends with him. And Jamon Andrews was his team partner at the time. Mm -hmm. And they would just clean house at these Delta tournaments. And they wouldn't even pre-fish. And they just, they'd pre-fish two weeks before and during the weekend. Because that would be the similar tide. The tides are yep. always changing. So, and they just kind of wing it. They just go off of instinct the tide, and just yeah. show up and say, this is what the tide's doing. This is what should be happening. And, and they'd, uh, man, it's, it's, it's just pre-fishing hurts you so much because you'll be out there throughout the week and you'll figure them out. And it's 99% <laughs> of the time, like you can't replicate it. So is it, this is weird then, is it a spot lake with the tides or is, is it like, how, do, how does it work? Once it's not spots? a one cast spot. It's just like a stretch of bank. There'll be stretches of banks, hundred yard stretches or something like that. I think it has to deal with more or less. like is where it, they're so positioned, right? So is it it's a pattern. Powerful? It's also a pattern. Yeah, it's a patternable thing. Sometimes people run the tide where it's like, okay, like the first hour, like once the tide starts pushing in, the first hour of the incoming tide. And a lot of times you could chase the tide. So the tide, there'll be, if you're in the very west part of the delta, closest to like the San Francisco Bay, like the low tide, let's see, will be at noon, right? And then you can go all the way to Stockton, which is about an hour boat drive going 70 miles an hour. And the low tide there will be at like three or four yep. o'clock, you yep. know? So the tide it takes a while for the tide to catch up. So sometimes what you can do is you can start out west, fish a certain tide, fish it for an hour, but then you got to be disciplined, you know, hopefully you hit that window and then you run to another spot and catch up with the tide and fish that tide change, you know, 40 miles away and fish that same tide change. And you can chase patterns like that. I've seen guys do it. I've done it a couple that's, times successfully, but it's easier like said a, than done. And that's like impossible to fish like that in a fucking kayak. No, yeah, you can't do that. No, like that. unless and, you and get then, up and move. I mean, unless you launch yeah. at a place, fish. It's probably right. even easier in a sense. Like hmm. you might be able to drive faster than you can drive a car faster than you can drive a boat. But maybe. I don't know. What, what's crazy too is like, uh, and and I think why there's not a lot of major tournaments on the kayak or big boat side there, is again like people like they have a different tide, right? So on the east coast you have a twelve hour tide. On the West Coast, you have a six-hour six tide. I didn't yes. know that, really? Yes. The East Coast, it's ran on a 12-hour tide. You oh, have no two tides no a day, right? But on the West Coast, you have four tides. You have four movements a day. blew my mind. I, had, so, I did not know that. Yeah, fact so check. you're going to have You need more. to fact check that. He's had like I would eight. figure no, it's just the Why is that? How is that well, possible? It's because it has to deal with the depth. 
right? So <laughs> look it up, Paul. I'm like, I've got, wow, I had no idea. Yep. Look it up. That's, so it has to do like with the, that. So like Potomac River, that's maybe one that you're. That's a 12 hour with. tide. So, so I live in New Jersey. So high right? tide will be so, at so the, two o'clock in the afternoon. The low tide will be at two o'clock in the morning. Well, it'll be like 204, two, right? Like it slowly or an hour. Shifts. Yeah. Like, or, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Or so like, it slowly yeah, shifts. Yeah. So right? it'll shift like 45 minutes of high Correct. tide is yep. at noon at the Delta. The next day it'll be at. 1245 to one the next day well, well not, on the delta, not on the delta not on the delta on the delta you're only dealing with six hour tides yeah six hour but i'm yeah. saying it's it's a it's a little uh over right, right. six it, hours really because yeah. each day it goes an hour like a right. high tides at 12 noon one day then the next yep. day it's going to be at one the next yep. day it's going to be at two so it's yep. about an hour shift. yeah yep. yeah you'll have an hour shift but on the East Coast, you deal with a 12-hour cycle, basically. Wow. And the West Coast is only a six-hour cycle. That's interesting. So it'll throw. So usually what that, what, what actually that gives you is, like, stronger currents each way, right, on the West Coast because your water has to move faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to deal with more. So it actually makes, like, fishing tidal on the East Coast easier you're not going to have as much variance because you have a longer sit period, basically. Yeah, it's a little more yeah. stable. It's a little more Correct. dependable because, yeah. Depending where you're at, like, I mean, I, I'm close to the Delaware. That's a whole nother beast <coughs> where um, their currents are way gnarlier than people think. They're like an eight-knot difference each way. It's, it's fucking insane. But, yeah. It's uh, it's really different. It's, uh, did you look it up, Paul? Am I right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It thank did you. Not come thank up you. with anything. It said twelve hours total, but anyway. But back to what you said about the reason why there's not major tournaments out there. It has nothing to do with the tides. It's because ninety nine percent of the well, anglers in the major yeah, yeah. tournaments are in the are south, yeah. Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that could be that. They've already yeah. tried to go out there. Yeah, but you know, even with uh, cheap gas prices, that shit is not. You, you know, you're yeah. going to make no money going out there. Because, you know, be great well, fishing. It, they have their own West Coast. And all yeah, the, they do. That's the yeah, thing about kayak fishing. In the kayak fishing world and the bass boat world, it's like the <laughs> West Coast, you know, versus everyone else kind of thing. And there's kind of this dead zone, you know, once you cross. I guess there's a little bit in from Utah. The Rockies, there's like little yeah, spots the where there's to, little yeah, pockets the and to stuff. The Midwest, there's really nothing. Yeah, yeah, until until you get to like Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, you know, all those other okay. plain states and stuff. There's, there's tournament and there's they are tournaments that there are bass to be caught, but it's not a you know it's, it's not, not like real the, the rest it's of the country. Once you cross the Mississippi, yeah. It's not real. <laughs> hey, hey, so this episode of Bass and Brews is brought to you by Russ Snyder. He says the Midwest isn't a real. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Paul, we're getting to that time. Russ, we're we getting are, to that but time. I had one other question, but now oh, okay. you just ruin it because I can't remember what the hell I was going to That's ask. not my fault. Russ, we are getting to the point of the end of the show. We're going to be we're going to give you an opportunity to shout out whoever you'd like cuz what we're going about ready to do is the uh patent pending shotgun round where it's either going to bring you to the highest heights to become a serious angler or the lowest low to the darkest waters. So before we get to that point, we're going to give you the floor to uh, kind of speak out anybody you like to sure. uh, shout out. Without my sponsors, this wouldn't be possible. Got a bunch of stickers here. Torquedo, Coda yep. Lithium, yep. Irod, yep. Wilderness Systems, yep. Yak Attack, Catch Outdoors. Man, he makes um, it real easy. 
Music City Outdoors. Hey, where the fuck are all your checks? Why don't you have your checks on the wall? I'm disappointed. Because they're on his bumble. They're on his bumble truck. (laughs) I only have, I only kept one, one of all those big checks I got. I only kept one. No, no, no. He, he said earlier he has like a, 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 What's the pad he said for his bed? <laughs> the padding on the back yeah, of the, the, the it's the check it's the check is all the checks eighty four point six million dollars worth of checks he duct tape all the checks together <laughs> to get to get what what the hell bachelors did you call it a temper like yeah, a temper yeah, yeah. phone right? yeah yeah it's called his a rustapedic oh, was it temper i don't know if it's temper it's, yeah yeah it's, it is it's yeah. foam i don't know foam no no no, no. Yes, not when you <laughs> duct tape together no 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 it, 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 it it's called a rustapedic it's just checks from kayak fishing it's all his checks every year his bed gets thicker and thicker more. Well, hopefully it gets a little thicker before the end of the year man. I, I don't know how <laughs> much break more out you want slump. KVD took a loan from you, eighty-four point six million. I don't know how much more you want out of this. Hey, if he would have <laughs> stuck with with YouTube, it'd be a hundred eighty. It'd be way million. more. You're I mean, like this, this possible. Man had, this man's like five thousand views on YouTube. This shit's too much work. Fuck this. Like when it 500. comes to <laughs> if I got five thousand, I might stick with it. I got, it I got comes, time in the winter, man. I get so busy. It's like man, I ain't really got time for that. But when it so comes to tournaments, time. when it comes to tournaments, Russ is a Tom Brady goat of fishing right but when it comes to youtube he's swamp rat fishing no he (laughs) he he, he's the new york jets uh fucking aaron (laughs) Rodgers. that's oh poor aaron he's really good and then he fucking stopped because he got hurt i guess but that didn't work out well anyways here comes a terrible analogy it was alex here comes the patent pending shotgun round we're going to ask you a series of questions. Uh-huh. We don't need an explanation. What we need hey, is a rapid-fire hey, hey, answer to Alex, it. Alex, before you start this, go off on a tangent real quick. I got to think. Oh, he's got to pee again. This dude has drank so many. You know what? Honestly, so I've seen I've seen White Claw Surge, right? Their ads are everywhere now, right? Like, I feel like they're really trying to, like, grab an audience. And so, uh, like, we are willing at Bass and Brews to give up our, uh, our our crack cocaine sponsorship for White Claw Search. I think we got a few of those in the fridge. My buddy, Adam, you guys know Adam Riser? He's another, he's my roommate. I do. Fisherman. He's been yeah. on the show. Do you know that? Yeah. Has he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he did tell me No, that. you didn't know that. Fuck I didn't off, know that. Russ. I I've did. known I'm you t- long t- enough. I here's, know that. I know here's that. my favorite part. When that. we have bigger remember. names on, right? And uh, obviously, you haven't listened to the show, which is fine. Like nobody's gonna fault you. I listen. <laughs> You've never. I have. I've listened to your show. I'm listening which, to your show. I listen, which episode? With the, the one with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Um, obviously, you haven't listened, which is fine. But you know, yeah, we've had Riser on. Paul is a huge proponent of them because they have Riser. so many alcohols. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, he works for yeah. He works for Pedal Taverns. He goes downtown. He works on one of those party bikes. And... Oh yeah. Well, I knew I knew all that. I didn't know, man. I didn't know he was my Paul. Bike. And he Paul. just brings back like just bad because they always you know everybody brings their own alcohol yeah, yeah. and you ride and downtown and the in the shit show. Of, Paul, you know, here's I, what you really miss, Paul. Here's what you really miss. What happened? Y'all talking <laughs> Is about that Adam Russ and White Claw Surge? Yeah, we now, did. Now so Russ tried. 
but also Russ tried to. I've seen, I've seen so many podcasts. I'm, I bet I'm no. For nope, sure. nope. He's listening. trying to backtraddle. <laughs> <laughs> Russ tried to act like he'd listened to our show before. <laughs> Look, Russ. No, no respectable person. And I mean this with all the love to our <laughs> listeners. Until they, you know, until they're on it. I've, li- I've at least listened to a little. I know I have. Well, <laughs> no, you haven't. I was like, have you listened to the podcast before? And you know, some look, we have a lot of people that come on the show that have it. And, the, and as out, that's, that's fine. We're good. That's but great. We always like. We always tell people you might want to listen to a little bit of it just to make fucking sure. <laughs> <laughs> the first ten minutes in. Well, I've had more fun on this one than any other one. I've done a lot of podcasts. Yeah, dude. I enjoyed this. Listen, KBN, who, like, is up there on the top of kayak uh, kayak fishing podcasts, one said that we weren't a fishing podcast (laughs) because they said we were a variety show (laughs) podcast. And I'm going to fucking wear that as a badge on my sleeve. Like, we will never pretend that me and Paul are fucking good at fishing. Um, we have yeah. great people on, but also there's a lot of podcasts where you can, you know, you guys can talk about how I threw a Ned rig for five hours and that's how I'm the champ. Whatever the fuck you want to do. That's not what we're going to do yeah. here. We're going to talk about aliens. We're going to talk <laughs> about crack cocaine. Dick, Dick. We're going to talk about Bumble. Uh, we're going to talk about how to get Russ laid. We're going to talk <laughs> about all of that here on Bass and Brews. This is what we're here for. Hey, I love it. I love this podcast. Fuck KBN. <laughs> <laughs> he says that, but he still won't even listen to his own episode. It's not a big deal. <laughs> That's okay. I've never listened to a podcast. I've Me neither. Been on either. All right. We're going to get to the only scripted part. This is the part where the Brewskis, our wonderful fan base. Listen, our fan base is super welcoming. They're opening. We love everybody. But when it comes to the shotgun round, they become the biggest assholes. They will judge you to the ends of the earth on these questions. You these questions. The, you will have the most memes yes. that you've ever had made about you. <laughs> yes. The Bring this, it. This All right. Rapid fire set of questions. Right. We don't need an explanation on your answer unless we ask. Okay. All right. First off, Texas or wacky? Wacky. My man. Ooh, see, I, I'm surprised by this. I, yeah. I kind of took you as a Texas guy. Deal with all that grass, right? Yep. Um, Crocs or flops? Flops. Ugh. Fucking California. Fucking California. Can I say? That's why. That's why your ass be slipping. Danner got me some some Danner flops. Good (laughs) flops. What the hell's a Vanner flop? Danner. He said Danner. He's trying to name drop. He's trying to get another. Like the boot company. They make. They. they, I got Danner. I got Danner everything. Here's some Danner to her. (laughs) That's all I wear. Danner. Shit. Yeah. Look, I had Danner boots in my first year while in power fighting. I drink again. Everybody drink. Everybody drink. I, 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 I love Danner <laughs> boots, but in wild and fire fighting, them motherfuckers sucked. I went to whites were, were the best boots ever. No. Can't say it. Don't say that. <laughs> Danners are the best. Have you ever fought wildfire? Uh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, okay. nope. Yeah. Paul hasn't either. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, you're on your way to the water. Is it hype music or slow jams? Hype music. What does that mean? What's hype music to you? 
Um, I don't know. Some hip hop, some country, a little everything. I listen to a little everything. What? All right. Some, so some, think about. No, no, not even good hype song. Think uh, about the last time that you went to the water. What did you listen to? Like specifically artists to hype me up. There's yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get some criticism for this. There's yes. a Ryan Spice Upchurch. Girls. Okay, a good song Huckleberry. That's a good one. That'll All hype right. me up a little bit. He's it so right. happens to live, or he did live a couple doors down from where I'm living right now. All right. Now. But so I started reaching. I'd never heard of him. Started listening to some of his stuff. I'm like. Yeah, good little hype song. I like it. I, I know who that is. That's not really He's... hype music, but that's fine. <laughs> hey, listen to that song. I mean, Don't if it hypes you up, it I get it. It hypes me up. Yeah, it yeah. hypes me up. Hey, like I said earlier on my TikTok today is the music that you listen to is the music that you like. Oh, my God. Just fucking Your TikToks are getting like dangerously close to me calling social services on you. Like, I'm well, worried you know about what? you. You should make your YouTube shorts. You should uh, do a better job. You didn't even mouth that motherfucker. I don't know if you saw my. I didn't mouth it. I didn't see your comment, man. People, total side note. People got really fucking people, mad. It was only two. It was, uh, no, but if you look at the dislikes, there's fucking 45 dislikes on that video. There's more dislikes than up. Like, uh, you know, likes, which I think is fucking funny, but it's the hey, same video from TikTok. I thought they don't have killed. dislike. Could they still dislike? I thought they got rid yeah, of that. They don't show it. And stuff. No, no, it's on there and they don't show it, but you have the option as like the watcher to dislike. Yeah, you can, uh, but you can see it, but he can, we can see it. I can it see it as a creator and more people hate it because I use the uh, Theo Vaughn stupid. quote. Uh, about Jabber Hammer, and they were like, "There's no fucking value to this." And I'm like, hey, "All right, dude, I'll take my hey, 3.8 thousand views, and I'll go fuck off." Uh, <laughs> shitty, shitty comments are the best comments because yeah. those those always drive the most interaction. Also, we're gonna have a whole episode on this uh, to give all the listeners a forethought. We're gonna have Ramon Outdoors on in uh, like three we weeks. Are. But we're not we doing are. what Alex is saying we're going to do. No, no, we are. So we're going to talk about how hey, to uh, kind of manage all that. Bitch. This isn't pre-planning for... It is. When, Yo, it's my fucking show. I created it, dickhead. Go ahead, See, Paul. Russ, Russ, you Paul, say a question. You, this is the first back and forth of me and Alex arguing that you got to experience on this whole podcast. Usually this is it like is. three quarters of it. And you only... This is the first time you're lucky. <laughs> All right. I'm enjoying um, it. Keep it up. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, maybe if you listen to the podcast, you'd hear it all. But anyways. <laughs> um, in a... Fuck, how do I phrase this one? In a three-hour session of fishing, would you want five two-pounders or one seven? One seven. My man, there it is. Snaps for us. Snaps. Um... All right, so we talked about food a lot, right? So we got some food. No, no. Are, are you gonna spend more on a rod or a reel? I'll get my rods for free, so a reel. <laughs> Eighty-four point six million dollar Russ says. Reel. <laughs> Who do you get reels from for free? Rod. Tackle Warehouse. I don't. I don't. What do you mean for free? for free? I don't. I get Rob sponsored by iRod, so I get iRod oh. for free, but I don't get reels. But you just said. No, he said he gets rods for free. Oh yeah, fuck! Yeah. I, I'm like many bourbons in. I'm sorry, I, I misheard that one. 
Hey, so what's your reel of choice? That's a straight up fucking flex. I've used right? Quantum. I used to be sponsored by Quantum back in the day, and I've used... no, you and KVD, yeah, <laughs> the big rollers. <laughs> I've, used... <laughs> I've used a little Russ of Snyder, everything. Hey, for everybody that didn't know, Russ Snyder's got, got KVD and the Quantum. The only reason yeah, KVD but... <laughs> ever did Quantum was because of Russ Snyder's. Congratulations, <laughs> KVD. I hope he thanked you when he got when he. He uh, didn't, you know. He owes me a oh. thank you. Oh, what He's... the fuck? He does. Hey, but. this episode is brought to you by fuckukvd.com. <laughs> That's Russ Snyder's two website. So, so what what reels are you are you? Uh, I use a little everything. I'm trying to search for I, I, some of the newer. I like a lot of the older quantums. I I do all my own reel cleaning. I yeah. just cheap like that. Where I I'll like I'll make a reel last for fifth. I have reels that I use today that I've had for 15 years, and I'll just clean them up if a bearing goes out. I'll replace a bearing and. That's hey, called I'm not just... having a wife or kids. That's what that's called. <laughs> that's, that's like motherfuckers. You're right. <laughs> the bumble ain't working. So instead of uh, using his balls for anything else, he's just replacing them in his room. Hey, I've got I've got four or five old uh, karate, green karados from the thousands. Oh, yeah. I need to be. They need to be clean. Rebuild. I ain't doing like, it, Fred. <laughs> I ain't doing it. You just said that's what you do. For that's himself. what I do, and I, I tie my own jigs and make my own lures, and everybody asks me to, yeah. You know, no, he's also like a, a high-level Barely angler. got time to make enough for myself. I'm not going to charge you to do mine, though. I'm going to do it for, I'm going to send them to, I will pay for shipping and handling. I'm and not going to charge you to do that. <laughs> Something like that. Russ Snyder's deck re uh rebuilding and real uh, repair. Yeah, real repair. repair. I'll power blast your dick and your reel. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody right. power washes a deck like Russ Snyder. Damn straight. <laughs> All right. Um, pineapple, pineapple and pizza. pizza. Yes, yes yeah. or no. Pineapple. My favorite pizza is pepperoni, pineapple, and jalapenos. My man, that's a solid combo. Hey, let me Give it a try. Something. I would good. never. I would. I would order that minus that pineapple. But when I come to <laughs> Russ's house and he has like four or five extra large pineapple, yeah. pepperoni, and he's just power pizza, blasting your deck. I'm probably gonna eat three of them while yeah. I'm there. They're they're. Listen, I'm I, like I live in New Jersey. Everybody knows I'm originally from the West Coast. That's oh, where no, I learned. Really? We didn't talk about that, but 18 times tonight. Sure. Exactly. Uh, pineapple on pizza is underrated. It's so fucking sweet and salty. It's the fucking bee's knees. You guys can fuck off. Um, yeah, bullshit. I hate that shit, and I'm the fat one out of this. All right. Group. Speaking that's of eating, uh, Russ, have you ever eaten beaver? <laughs> um well you guess this you need to be a little more specific than that i'm not that's the you need to enunciate your words right now because you kind of sounded like alex after he drank too much blood be good blood, kind of blood. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say i want to think before i answer that like that's, yes and uh, no no Yes and no. What do you mean yes and no? That's that's this shotgun round halts. It's one or the yeah, other. Yeah, it's got to be one or watching, the other. I was watching that show alone. They, yeah. they were eating beaver. Some guy ate a bunch of beaver, and man, he got sick. And he was out of there. 
I mean, sometimes yeah. when you eat too much beaver, you get sick. <laughs> You've got to make sure it's prepared properly. It's got to be fresh. I think you let it, it sit does. a little too long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, there's some there's some really bad diseases <laughs> that you can get from eating beaver if you ain't careful. <laughs> Yo, I don't do clips anymore. Uh, this one's being a clip, though. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, hey, one of the all better. I got to say is you're in Tennessee. There's a ton of beaver up in that area. There's and a ton in Nashville. Well. I know good and damn well there's some people over there know how to barbecue a good beaver. And you yeah. just need to talk to the right folks. I guarantee you they get you one probably next week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's the best pulled pork you'll have that ain't pork. You eat the tail too, yeah? Well, that's, oh, you that's eat the tail, fat. Russ? The tail's mostly fat. <laughs> so, Russ? Off a beaver, you know, you got the rump. The rump is, is good, and then the straps are good. <laughs> I can't. Uh, hold on, piss my pants. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to hey, We cry told you here. to go pee when you had to go pee. Hey, you know, listen. Like, yeah. Bass and Bruce is brought to you <laughs> by Russ Snyder's Pulled Pork, where they're going to eat your beaver and your rump. <laughs> And improve your day. <laughs> Russ is laughing, oh, but this shit. is when he loses all his sponsorships. <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. There goes those fucking free rods, Russ. <laughs> next time on, Russ is going to be like, well, I'm paying for rods now. Uh, <laughs> next podcast, they're like, Russ, do you want to thank anybody? He's like, I would thank Irod, but fuck Bats and Bruce. <laughs> Oh hey, Russ, my God! Do you eat largemouth bass? Oh, I have once. I've eaten yeah. smallmouth bass more. He loves the smallmouth, which is different because nobody ever calls that one out. So yeah, no, yeah, we've never. Yeah. Had you are the first one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Look, we eat a lot of shit on this podcast. We do. <laughs> We do. Um, all right. We're going to get, and it's another food question, uh, but this is actually the this most important it. one. This Paul, play the special music for it. Chicka, chicka, wah, wah, remix. That's uh, the first time I've ever asked for him. Well, hold on. Oh. Yeah, okay. They call me the Houdini of Wings. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have special music for it. We got to figure that out. Oh, shit. There, we, oh. there it is. There we go. Damn. Look, there's like eight buttons on this motherfucker, and I can't ever remember which one. You didn't press the right one now. All right, Russ. she said. So as, uh, as, uh, as judgmental. Fucking winning check bad. Wrong button, Russ. <laughs> as judgmental as they're going to be on these questions, this is the one that is really uh, made or break, folks. So, every great fisherman loves a sandwich. What are your top three sandwich proteins? It's got deep thought on this one. If you guys aren't watching on YouTube, turkey, he's a turkey, turkey, roast beef, my man, and beaver. <laughs> oh, this is the first one that's ever said beaver. Yep, no fucking Nobody shit. Nobody has gonna... ever said beaver. And I'm Listen. disappointed in all the previous guests we've done. This is like episode 130-something. 180-something, actually. This is first 
Beaver. I'm proud of you. You didn't yes. say fucking spinach, beans, or cheese. <laughs> those have all three. Those tofu? have all three been That's said a on this podcast. Tofu has. Not a big fan of the tofu. Has that been said? Not to my. Did knowledge. Bailey to say tofu? He, he, he had to have. Yeah, he says spinach, <laughs> tofu, and bread. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, the yeah, worst, the worst was fucking beans. That's the new one. So, so Russ, don't belong on the sandwich. So, so uh, Russ, because we know you don't listen to the show, um, Dark Horse Tackle uh, said, Zeshe said, uh, fucking black beans. beans. Black, just black beans. Shane Lamont? Huh? Shane, Shane, you said Shane? No. No. His name is Zach, but it's spelled Z. It's Zachary. with the. Think a trill over the E. Yeah, he's like Seche. a big Ohio Amish dude. Oh, okay. No, he's Amish. Amish. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, he was Amish. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That motherfucker said black beans. He said black beans, but he had no explanation <laughs> until yeah, afterwards. <laughs> until like the backlash from the fans, where he all of a sudden backpedaled and was like, I'm talking about like a black bean patty. And we're like, fuck you. <laughs> you didn't beans. say that shit. Um, and then he he sent me a lot of text messages of wet beans on bread, which is really honestly, I'd rather receive pictures of Russ's dick than pictures of black beans on <laughs> wet black beans on bread. Who's the most uncomfortable text? Yeah. This is the this is the drunkest Alex has ever been on the show where we could still understand what he was saying. I'm not that drunk. I'm not that drunk. Um but also and Bailey and Bailey Eigbert. Had to be. Oh, he lost, Russ lost his phone. Bailey Eigbert had to be happy about, or ha, ugh, sorry, had to be happy about that episode because <laughs> for the longest time, he was number one on the worst answer when he said spinach. <laughs> and then the the third worst answer is a throwback to the fifth before episode. Is before yeah. me. Fifth episode or sixth episode. Uh, Delirious Angler said fucking cheese. Like a fucking Neanderthal. My man Delirious said cheese. Number one cheese. <laughs> Which if, if you know Delirious, it's fitting. It's a fitting answer. Russ, this said, was a fucking great time, man. This shit was dude, awesome. I, this was, was hey, great. this made my night. I had a good time. Hey, <laughs> man. Do this, do this again anytime. Let me know. We'll do it again anytime. It. But you know what's great about this, Russ, is you can oh, hear geez. this whenever you want if you actually listen to the episode. <laughs> I will listen. I'm gonna... <laughs> Don't listen to this one, though. You were here. You I'll share it for you all and all that. I'll uh, give it a we'll re-listen. Appreciate to, the hell I'll... out of that now. We will. We'll, we'll talk about it. But it's uh, it was awesome. Thanks for being honest with us too. As being yeah. uh, you know, eighty four point six million dollar uh, fisherman. I'm glad that you could break down some secrets. <laughs> I enjoyed it, guys. Awesome. Hey, and then, yeah. What were you gonna say? No. So real hey, quick. Alex. So, Paul. I'm just kidding. Go I ahead. sent this in the show notes, Paul. Right, Anyways, so we have a huge promotion. Go fuck yourself. Are you done? Anyways, huge promotion. Uh, this is for all you brewskis. I want to make sure that we give back to you guys. So here's how we're going to do it. Paul's going to give you a...